Hey, 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 what is up, guys? It is Todd Fox from a new show we're premiering here on the Halos in the Infield Network. It is going to be the VT and Barilla show, and they're going to get into all kinds of things, Angels baseball. We're going to even touch on some bases, loading stuff around the league, and that's going to be something that you Angel fans are going to like. They have hot takes on the, on what's going on in Major League Baseball in this 22 season. They're coming on a little late this season, but they're going to come very strong and very hard, so get ready for their takes, and let's introduce the guys. First, with VT coming on the on-deck circle, tell them a little bit about yourself. What's going on, Todd? What's going on, How you been, man? brother? Good. Man, I'm just, my name is VT, been a long-life baseball fan in general, but I've been watching baseball since 1989, and I've been an Angels fan since, I want to say, 1991. Uh, been a fan every season, and, you know, and that's all really I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, started in the lean years, right? I mean, geez. Yeah, and, you know, baseball has been literally my life. Every season with my dad watching baseball, the All-Star Game, the World Series, mm. you know, everything from 1989 and on. So I can literally uh, remember everything and and I can bring up old players that you forgot about from old teams and, and everything. And it's, you know, I, I got it all in my head. So I don't need to look it, look it up. Yeah, we've been waiting for you to be on this network for some time. We're glad to have you. And Barilla. Checking you out for the first time, man. Tell the fans about yourself because you had a couple test shows on another network, <laughs> and uh, we're glad to have you too because you guys have a really good, really good rapport with each other. So let's let's let the fans know if they haven't heard your voice. Yes, yet. sir. My name is Ryan Brilla. I just go by Brilla. Um, I have actually been listening to all your content for a while, Todd. So it's awesome to be able to join you guys under your new network and uh, do some podcasts with you, but. Uh, definitely the youngest out of the group here for sure. Um, I've been an Angel fan pretty much my entire life. Uh, baseball's just been just a big giant part of my life forever. You know, uh, diehard Angel fan. Been going to games since I don't even know how young I was. You know, I mean, talk about going to like five games a week sometimes mm-hmm. as a kid. You know, just. It's just been embedded in me. I love baseball, not just Angels baseball. I just love baseball in general, you know, even down to all the stats and everything. It just gets me so excited every time uh, baseball's back around for the the new season and uh, just seeing who's going to win MVP, all the playoff races, just everything baseball I just love. So I'm excited to talk about Angels baseball specifically, but uh, I'm excited to share my thoughts with the Angels community. Absolutely. That's good to hear. And we and both of you guys are very knowledgeable and you'll find out the more you listen to their podcast as we move forward. I'm just helping them usher in this first episode. But one question I want to ask you guys before we get into the meat and potatoes about the Angels current season is obviously VT was around and, and a baseball fan when they won a World Series in 2002. And obviously, Brilla, you weren't around when they won a World Series. I You're mean, too young. I don't have fond memories of it that I can think of, but obviously, I've seen all the highlights and the clips and all the moments. And I would, uh, I start having memories, and for me specifically, around like the 2004, 2005 playoffs. You know, mm-hmm. especially with the the play at home plate <laughs> with Przinsky and the White Sox. <laughs> Josh man. Ball. Yeah, 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 man. It was what a brutal way for the Angels just to have one of the the lowlights uh, of their, you know their franchise for sure so uh yeah but no i mean unfortunately i don't i don't know too much about the 2002 uh memories for myself well i, I was, think i was too young well what i was bringing up is 
what would it mean? I'm going to ask the same question to both of you because obviously it's different time periods. Sure. But for VT first, what would it mean to you for the Angels to win a World Series within like this year or the next year? You know what? Because this time I can actually brag about it. <laughs> okay. I graduated 2001 and everybody in, in my class was a Dodger fan. <clears throat> and then 2002, you know, I was out working. I was doing my regular regular life. And the Angels, they won the World Series, but I couldn't brag about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually went to game one. Uh, I bought a flag. Uh, we had the Thundersticks. I actually still have my Thundersticks in the little packet. Um, I have, they came in, um, in two. Mm-hmm. So that little packet, I saved it. And the actual two that I was actually using for the game, um, I lost them. Oh, <laughs> It's so long ago, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, I, I graduated. I finally was able to, you know, enjoy a World Series. I couldn't brag about it, but now if they actually won one now, dude, I can brag about it because family, friends, everyone, all I could say is like, hey, the Angels actually won a World Series in this millennium, and the Dodgers haven't done that yet. So yeah, We don't count the bubble one. No, we don't, <laughs> we don't count that fake season, yeah. Yeah. that COVID-19 season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for, for me, that would be you know a bragging, uh, bragging rights. 2020. Yeah, <laughs> didn't you. exist. I got you. 2020. <laughs> what did I say? 2021. You said 2019, but it's 2019. All good. It's all good. No, I, was, I, got I, I got you. <laughs> what about you? What do you think? Man, this... oh my! Especially where I work, which is funny because it's right next to the stadium. The amount of Dodger fans that I am associated with in my life, mm. the amount of crap talking I'm going to be able to do to them, them, especially if it's an Angel Dodger World Series, which would be absolutely insane. I mean, that would just be incredible for the Southern California baseball community, you know, and it just would be an incredible World Series, too. Everyone wants to see Trout. Everyone wants to see Otani, not just in the World Series, but the playoffs. But, I mean, uh, like I said earlier, I'm a diehard baseball fan. I live and breathe Angels baseball, and it would be... I'm pretty sure I'll get emotional for sure seeing that moment. I uh, I personally haven't been able to experience a playoff game. Mm -hmm. The closest thing that I've experienced to that type of environment was the 2017 World Baseball Classic in San Diego. That it was incredible, you know. Uh, Adam Jones with the robbery of Manny Machado and Stanton hit that missile home run to Mm -hmm. left field, Um, and just that environment was just insane. So, um, and that was just for. The USA team, that wasn't even specifically for, like, my specific team I root for. So being able to see the Angels in that type of uh, environment is going to be amazing. I just see the clips of, you know, uh, the middle 2000s of the playoff runs that the – I mean, we dominated the division during that time. And the Angels have – I mean, the last time we made it was 2014, and we got swept in three games against the Royals. So really, like, we haven't had any exciting moments of playoff baseball for the Angels since 2009. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it would be – I'm definitely going to playoff games, that's for sure. I'm ready to put some money down to, to see it and, uh, you know, being able to watch the rest of the games on TV. Like, it's going to be amazing to finally see the Angels uh, make an impact in the postseason. Just think, for the record, I cried 2009. Yeah, you know, I think I think I did too. My dad and I cried because long time coming for him, you know, rooting for the Angels in PCL League. Yeah. So uh, – my thing, too, now is I think you're going to be able to see them this year. Spoiler alert. I think they're going to be in the postseason. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we have to look forward to this season. We're going to talk a lot about that. But I'm glad to get your takes about, you know, your fandom and, and how much it meant to you. Because the 2002 season for me was was just probably one of the best things I've ever witnessed as a fan. And to know the fact that, you know, we beat the Giants. Not, not to say we beat the, you know, I would have loved to beat the Dodgers. 
But if that were to ever happen, to play off of what you said, that would be like 50 years or more of bragging. Because even if we would suck the next 10 years, it's like, <laughs> hey, we beat you in the World Series. Yep. You can't take that away from us. This one counts. And yeah. We, yeah, we have a winning record against them during the regular season as yeah. well, too. Time. I mean, yeah. uh, again, like, we can't talk about anything because they consistently make the playoffs. And we don't. But we still have a better record than them, and they can't say that until they change that. Which, again, I mean, it seems like besides like maybe one series within the past couple of years, I think they swept us. Other than that, we're always taking the series against them, and it's yeah. great, you know. It was um, a COVID season, didn't count, so yeah. I don't count that one either. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know. But and uh, just to touch on this quickly, one of the things that's frustrating for me as an Angel fan is mm. to see that most of the seats for the series, when it comes to uh, the games being played at Angel Stadium is that there's so many Dodger fans there. It's mm. like, and I, it's not even just, I mean, specifically with the Dodgers uh, being a little north of us, you know, like a lot of fans come from there. But even when it's other series, like, you know, against like popular teams like the Yankees and Boston and the Cubs and some other teams like that, like we don't represent and it's frustrating. It's like, I want to see the seats filled with red or, I mean, I, hopefully we get better jerseys, but I, you know, mm. angel colors, you know, and it's just to see all these other fans of other teams taking over our stadium. Like, especially if we're going to make a postseason run uh, this year, like we got to make sure that we're bre- representing the entire year, not just when it comes down to the end of the season, you know? Yeah, I, I get you. I get what you're saying, but like BT and I know back in the day, if you think it was bad now, uh, we were seeing about 70% of the fans representing other teams in the Angel Stadium. It was bad. Yeah. Um, but but now, you know, like, like I get what you're saying because there was a period between 2002 and 2009 where the Dodgers would come here and it was about 90% Angel fans. And it was beautiful to see. Yeah. And you would go to Chavez Ravine when the Dodgers weren't making the postseason. Angels were going every year. It was like 50-50. And that was beautiful. I mean, we were taking over their stadium. We weren't being as obnoxious as they were, obviously, with that yeah, big yeah. ass banner and all that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, we 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 represented. Yeah. And I think the fans have been fickle over the last seven years. They're like, prove it to me. We want to see them win. <laughs> yeah. And 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 it's gonna take that for I think the Angels getting back to the postseason and showing up to really get the fan base electric again because we've only seen it at times this year. Where certain games you're sitting there and it's like at, you're at a library, yeah. and then other times you're at a game you're like, God damn, this feels like a playoff game. If Otani's pitching, you know, most of the time that thing's going to be close to sold out. You know, everyone mm-hmm. wants to see the Otani spectacle that he is. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, some of our other pitchers are starting to really put on amazing performances, just like Sandoval today as well. Too mm-hmm. speaking of, you know, amazing pitching performances, uh, Thor. As well, he's been doing really solid this year. Lorenzen, pretty much, uh, no one really was thinking he was going to do much for us this season. Even the fact that he could have been moved to the bullpen very early yes. on, but that experiment is working as well too. So seeing that um, our pitching rotation is being healthy and actually producing is great to see, along with our bullpen that which has been a little bit shaky. But we'll touch on those points in a little bit. But um, and then also, you know, we have. Uh, up-and-coming players that are making an impact, so it's just not the Trout and Otani show. You know, even with the, uh, the struggles of Rendon at the plate, we're seeing the emergence of Taylor Ward, who was drafted first round for the Angels in 2015, and he's having his breakout season seven years later, and that's mm-hmm. the crazy and beautiful thing about baseball is that you just never know when someone's going to 
break out and luckily he's doing it for the angels and not the dodgers if you know what i'm talking about yeah, you know right. so um, peterson trade yeah exactly man so you know um it's just great to see that the team and this is something that the angels have been struggling with for so long is that the team is producing and the team is winning it's not just trout winning it's not just otani winning now you know mm-hmm. so that's been great to see but uh they got to keep it consistent throughout the whole year Absolutely. And let's start with that first. Let's start with the starting pitching. VT, the starting pitching, as you know, the last couple seasons has been just bargain basement shopping, right. uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel. All the time. Um, what What is your impressions and what is what do you think the biggest turnaround for the way that this rotation has been built and through the draft? To be honest with you, I wasn't that optimistic about this, um, you know, um, the the uh, rotation. I thought that the only players that we were going to have that were going to be solid was going to be Sandy, Otani, and Thor. Mm. I was not expecting for the other guys to actually step up, you know, like, for example, like Berea, who's, you know, saving us on games when he's pitching three or four innings when our guys are tired or whatever, but... The other guys too, you know, the, these guys are, are coming up. I I think the actual rotation, it's they're doing really good. They're solid. Actually, we were talking about playoff fields and you know how the games were packed and the uh, playoff atmosphere. I was actually at the uh, Reed Detmers uh, no hitter. That game, they were giving away the Otani bobblehead, the MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, that game was already packed for the bobblehead as it was. Right, mm-hmm. it was a packed house. And then to top it off, cherry on top, Reed Detmers goes there there and throws a no-no, you know, like a no-hitter. And it was just loud. It was crazy. It was literally one of the first times I felt that I was in a great atmosphere. It's it's literally the last time I felt that was game one for the uh, playoffs for uh, 2014 against the, uh, against the Kansas City Royals. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't felt that in a long time. It was loud. It was crazy. Everybody was happy. Everybody was, you know, cheering. You had Rendon hitting home runs to, on the <laughs> left side of the, the plate. That you made know. no sense. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, oh, you're going to throw Brett Phillips. So let me do you one better. Let me get on the left side of the, the plate and I'll crank a 400-foot home run, you know. Like that game was probably my favorite game in a very long time. Yeah. And it had to do with pitching, you know, something that we thought we weren't having and I, for myself, I wasn't so optimistic about it. When I went in into the season, I thought, all right, I know Watani's going to be good. I know Thor, he might be a a, a question mark. He, and he was. You know, he mm-hmm. was a question mark, but he came through. He's been pitching. He started off, you know, really good. I, I know he's slowed down a little bit right now, but you're going to get that tired arm, you know, that dead arm here and there. But I believe that he's going to pick it back up. You know, Sandoval. He had like a zero uh, um, ERA for like a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the rotation is good, but I will be honest with you if I if I can if I can say this, <laughs> I know sacrilegious to say this right now, but I know people don't want to get rid of Adele. But I always say we got to get rid of Adele. We got to go get Castillo from the Reds. The Reds basically are packing it in. You know, we need we need a real dude, like a a, a dude. You know, mm-hmm. Castillo. I know it's a broken record. Everyone's talking about it. If we get a guy like that, that rotation is deeper at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. But that rotation, I, I, I didn't feel good. I feel great about it. We have a stud. We weren't expecting Lorenzen to come up and, oh, yeah. and be what he was, mm-hmm. you know. And and he's just coming through. Um, he had a clunker here and there, but he he's shown that he can actually come through and 
and pitch and give the Angels that chance to win. He's, he's giving you six innings. He almost gave you a no hitter or what was it? The uh, uh, complete game one time. Complete game shutout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a little dicey at the end, mm-hmm. but we finally got that out. Um, I'm every single time we get our, our guys coming up, I feel confident that we're gonna win. Sometimes we get <laughs> we get Texas Rangers coming to you know, and, and they'll sweep us for whatever reason. Obviously, for whatever reason, it's always the the Rangers, but the the, the, the Rangers are you know. They always get to us for some reason. Yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna be a question. I'm I'll go along with that. I'll, I'll remember that. But, but I want to ask Barilla too uh, about as far as uh, the Angels are concerned with the starting pitching. What has been some some good surprises to you too? Because obviously this team has been overhauled in one season. Usually this transition takes two to three seasons. What has been the biggest difference in your mind? Um. But before I get into that, the fact that I was supposed to go to the no-no game, <laughs> and I was supposed to go to the game before that, so the no-no was on Tuesday, and then I was supposed to go to the game Monday. I had both days off, and I was under the weather, and there's only been two games I've regretted not going to in my life. One of them's a no-no game on Tuesday, <laughs> and the other one was the no-hitter, the combined no-hitter for Skaggs. After, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know, and I missed both those games. <laughs> I am furious at myself. And I was like, I was getting a little bit better. But I was like, man, do I just stay in and watch the game on TV, or do I just uh, go to the game? And I chose to stay home. And boy, did I choose wrong. <laughs> but uh, Yo, there's a breeze yeah. tonight. I'll stay home. Yeah, right. Yeah, I got you, bro. Like, I'll yeah. give you that MVP bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, okay, for me, just like VT said mm. uh, when he first started his thoughts, I was not optimistic when i saw the moves initially for the off season you know we started off with um Syndergaard. i was like okay cool i saw the price point it was 21 million mm-hmm. coming off of tommy john i'm like man i don't know how to feel about this i was like hey maybe we'll go go uh, get gosman rodon stroman if we had a resort to that which it wasn't i mean actually maybe it's better we didn't do it because he hasn't been doing too hot so far mm-hmm. but again it, that's all situational situational we don't at know the time at the time at exactly the time. right right there were so many options there was and this felt yeah. like the year they were going to exactly. overspend and they didn't yeah and they didn't but even they did concentrate on pitching i'll mm-hmm. give them that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we went a different route which is uh, which is well, well if i could break in real quick yeah. too with what perry did right there he was laughed at yeah. For and and he was laughed at all around the league. Like, oh, they wanted pitching, but he really went in for pitching. <laughs> yeah. And now look. Yeah. But go ahead. Exactly. Sorry. You know what yeah. they said? Mm-hmm. They actually, actually, I thought too that they were talking about that it wasn't a Perry move; it was actually an Artie move yes. because he was getting so much backlash <laughs> yeah. from the fans and everybody. Like, how can everybody see that you need pitching? Yeah. Except for the front office, let's go get twenty pitchers. Perry's, yeah, Perry's master plan coming into effect. Like you said, it takes a couple years. But yeah, just to close out the off seasons that I saw his moves uh, they went a little bit bullpen heavy which is something we normally don't do and uh, for a couple deals it was just a one year deals again it's like same old same old angels is going to mm. happen again we're using a guy that's coming off of Tommy John and then we're getting a guy who hasn't even been a starting pitcher in his career for our rotation and then I, I did see the bullpen moves and I felt a little bit more comfortable with Tapera and um, Archie and then you know resigning Iggy mm-hmm. and then also uh, Loop which is a very underrated move which mm-hmm. i definitely uh, uh, applauded perry for it and then you know uh just for the rotation side and then obviously we didn't get a second baseman or a shortstop a, a star i should say because the market was filled with them but mm-hmm. again we'll dive deeper into that with the rotation um cinder guard's been doing great that's what we're paying him for that's awesome 
Lorenzen definitely has stepped up. He actually has the most wins on our team. Obviously, yeah. wins isn't the best indicator to show uh, how good a pitcher is. I mean, DeGrom is literally the prime example of a pitcher <laughs> getting screwed out of a win but right. being the best pitcher in the league and is not mm-hmm. even close, you know. Um, so Lorenzen's been one of my standouts, but the most important thing, and this is what you see from successful teams because they don't have to go out and have these struggles of filling so many holes. They might just get one star player in order to round out their rotation is that our young guys are actually producing mm-hmm. the fact that Detmers has come up. And I know he got brought up last season. It was a little bit shaky. I mean, he's how old is he? 22, 22, 20, he's 22. And in his 11th start or 12th, I think it's his 11th, he throws a no-hitter. And his curveball is nasty, man. He's go once he finds his footing, which uh, we're already seeing signs of it, he's going to be one of that. I mean, there's a reason why the Angels drafted him first. I mean, mm-hmm. it was back in 2020, first-round draft pick, and he, he is scary. And I can't wait to see him continue to pitching. My guy for this season, and I think this is going to be, and it, of course we saw signs within the ca- past couple of years, but Sandoval is that guy. Mm-hmm. And plus I have a man crush on him. That beard is <laughs> amazing. But he has been that guy. And at least to my knowledge, uh, he, he really hasn't had like a blown out start so far. You know, I, I know Thor had one that he got taken out in the first inning, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was against Texas. Yeah, it's all yeah. right. It happens. I mean, no one's going to be perfect. But Sandoval has been so reliable. And he uh, today, what it was, a 7.1 innings. With seven and third. Two, seven and third. Two hits. With one earned run, if I'm not mistaken, yep. like this is a guy who most of the league, if that, you're a fan of the league, are not going to know who this guy is. Right? Absolutely, it's insane. And <clears throat> it, w- the biggest thing for me, like I said, is that the successful teams are going to produce just like the Dodgers. If they if they lost Scherzer, and it's like their their farm system is just consistent. It's not even just like. They're producing the guys. It's the way to develop their guys, which has been an issue for the Angels for mm-hmm. so long. We drafted 20 pitchers last year. 19 of the 20 signed with us, but we drafted 20 pitchers. All 20 pitchers for our rounds we drafted, right? And we're already seeing um, one of them. He's the first person from last season to be called up to the majors. Um, Silseth. Yes, Silseth. And he had a great game, too. It's awesome. And this is the fact to see that we can see people from our organization, not someone that we're going and chasing free agency mm-hmm. that doesn't work out, is actually coming up and producing for the Angels. That is going to be the key to success for the Angels this season. I'm glad that we're finally seeing it, not only in our lineup, but actually in the rotation, which is something we've been struggling with for so long, and it's finally happening for us, too. Yep. Um, and this is without um, C-Rod which he's supposed to be back hopefully soon. And then um, I think Canning had a setback. But we ha- once everyone's fully healthy and we have some of our other guys that are in the minor leagues that are actually producing really well down mm-hmm. there as well, too, we have depth finally, too. Oh, those teams are winning down They're there, They're winning down yes, there. Yes. They're pitching great. It's a, And that's how you start creating a winning franchise. And this is something the Angels just have not got for so long. And, you know, you could blame it on certain general managers because we've been through several general managers, not within the past couple of years, but the past decade. Yeah. We've been through so many general managers. You want to blame them. And then some people are blaming Artie, and I think it's a mixture of both. But, like, Perry coming from the Braves organization, which they have been running their organization 
amazing. I mean, they just won the World Series, you know. Yeah, Perry was there yeah. when Toronto was building their thing. Yeah, and he, exactly. He helped p- yeah. build their pitching, yeah. and he helped build Atlantis. So it's it's kind of like, you know, when they try to give all the love to Artie, I'm like, yeah. no, dude, no. no, no, no. He knows his stuff. Yeah, he's he actually in a press conference said, "I'm looking for guys that have the Angel way." And we're all laughing because yeah. we we all accustomed <laughs> the Angel way to losing. <laughs> yeah, but he's yeah, like, yeah. no, I got a different definition for yep. the Angel way. Yep, and it's coming into fruition now. Yeah. It's it, this is something, uh, and again, when we have the Angels are are in a state because they have Trout, they signed Rendon, they had Upton, they had all these massive contracts and pools until we got rid of that horrible, horrible. So he decided to pitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> until, yeah, exactly. Um, the Angels are still in a state where you can't do a full rebuild, but you're also in a state where. You have so much contracts that are signed in the books that you can't go out and fill all the holes you need to. Mm. So you need to be able to get players in your organization to produce, and it's finally happening. So now we don't have to go out. I mean, I still think what's very important for the season is that we make some moves during the trade deadline, which we'll get into in a little bit. But um, we're finally having players produce in our organization, and that is what's going to help us make the playoffs this season. Yeah, we haven't even seen the number one or number two ranked pitchers through uh, last year's draft, which were supposed to be up here before Silseth and yep. Diaz, yep. which is uh, Bush and Bachman. Yes. They're, they're pushing through. They're both in AAA, and they're knocking on the door. You got Ty Buttry knocking on the door. He's got new pitches, better velocity. Uh, we've got all kinds of options coming up there. Uh, McKinnon, who uh, who if what, we didn't have Walsh, would be up here as a DH slash first baseman. The yep. guy's raking down there. So, uh, VT, I want to ask you this because Rilla just gave us a, a lot of nuggets to chew on right there. But as far as the starting pitching, dude, being revamped this quick and the bullpen being the way it is, do you think that they were anticipating a stopgap type season? Like, hey, let's just contend this year, shoot for next year when we have to maybe re-up on Otani and then we could spend money maybe on a free agent. Do you think that they were actually expecting this or not expecting this? You know, <laughs> I want to be optimistic, but I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) There's absolutely no way they thought we're going to have this, you know. No way. No way. Except maybe Perry with his master brain, but no (laughs) one saw the vision, you know, except him, obviously. Maybe Perry. Perry is the master plan here. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) he probably did, but everybody else was like, dude, Lorenzen? Yeah. (laughs) Really? I was the same way. (laughs) Okay, we're going to get a relief pitcher to start. You know, to, to be a starter, really, that's what we're doing. And that's where we're stopping. We're not going after Rodon or, you know, that dude from the White Sox. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess not. Yeah, I, like the, the uh, <laughs> Angels community was probably like the Snoop Dogg meme. Like, who? Yeah. Like, who is Lorenzen? <laughs> who is this guy? You know, like, what is the starting pitching stats? Nothing? He's a relief pitcher? Yeah, this is the Angel way for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no way. Nobody thought that this was going to happen. I mean, sure, it's only been one month, right? We've sure. seen uh, teams be great for one month and just, you know, fucking blow out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, we're doing good. But I nobody thought that Lorenzen was actually going to pick it up, you know, that we were going to get a no-hitter, you mm-hmm. know, from Reed Detmers. Reed Detmers was really inconsistent. We knew he had that nice Kershaw, quote-unquote, curveball. Uh, we knew we had Sandy, uh, but we never thought that they were going to actually be doing their thing. Um, so to answer your question, no, 
<laughs> well, well, Simple like, enough. Yeah, I mean, like the pitching, like you can go back to 2014 and say, okay, we had some nice horses here. But like Barilla's part with it as far as like bringing homegrown guys to to the uh, to the, the, the park and, and knowing that we got our guys here. You know, we haven't had that since like the 02 season. Like it's all been free agencies after the whole Guerrero type year, bringing in guys. We're bringing in our own. I think it's bringing like once these guys come up, there's gonna be a sense of like, hey man, these are our guys. These are our hometown talent. And even with um, um, what's his name, Loki coming over, you know, he's a SoCal guy. He just went to um, Cal State Fullerton game. He brought he went to his high school alma mater game. He's gonna bring them because uh, they won a championship. He's gonna bring those kids to do batting practice with the team next week on the next homestand. Right. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, to me. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, he's got SoCal love. Like yeah. he's the type of guy that Lorenzen would be like, "Hey, you know what? I want to sign back here. You guys got something good." And the and if these guys like Syndergaard are able to tell other free agents like, "Hey, man, this nobody wanted to give me a chance," and at top dollar, yeah, coming off the Tommy John, but the Angels believed in me, and he goes out and balls out, and and because like he's he's only had that one hic- hiccup, right? But if he continues to go. And he continues to pitch with Lorenzen and these other guys. They're going to attract free agents. We got young talent coming up. The only other thing I want to ask you guys and take uh, and get your takes on it. Yeah, Matt Wise, has he earned that freaking spot or what as pitching coach? Because that interim thing was probably pissing him off last year. Because because is he behind this success too? Honestly, I think it's just the players. Really? Okay. I mean, how much can a, a pitching coach really tell you, right? put the ball at a 30 degree angle and make sure you swing hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. It, it, it just has to do with the guys actually just being healthy. These guys have talent. They're on the majors league, major league for a reason. You know, a pitching coach is really just going to tell you, uh, you know, read or watch your tape. Um, there's one thing I don't see a lot. It's actually him with his players, you know, on the dugout, showing them they're at bats after in a bat, like, oh, look, you struck out because... Oh, the hitters, the hitting instructors. The, the, the hitters, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't see that as often as the, the pitching coach. Yeah, you know, Wise the, is doing his shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's you know, I, I put it more on the on the hitters. They are the ones out there actually on, on, on the field and, and mm-hmm. hitting. I don't think it's a lot of the pitching coach. I mean, they got themselves to the major leagues. Sure, they had coaching and everything, but... I don't think that it's a lot. Maybe I would say thirty percent. Maybe they they fix a little, you know, little thing tweak here and there, there, a little tweak here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't put a lot on what they do. You can bring Barry Bonds over here and look what Barry Bonds did to Miami Marlins. He wasn't a good coach. Yeah, and he didn't really help them out. Um, what what can we expect? Look, look at Mark McGuire when he was with the with the Padres, or I think when he was with the Dodgers, Dodgers too. Dodgers, Dodgers yeah. Uh-huh. They weren't, you know, that good during that time. Mm-hmm. So what? What is our guy going to do? Is he really going to show Trout how to hit palms? Like you really going to coach Trout? Yeah, that's yeah. just my opinion. Well, okay. There, there might be some stories that we don't know that, like, uh, for instance, like obviously we all agree that the Pujols contract was a disaster, but what he did to mentor Trout mm. is. You know, you can't put a value on that. Irreplaceable type. Exactly, exactly. So we don't know what Wise has done for some of these younger pitchers, but I would say not only Wise, but the fact that Perry has completely reshaped our whole development system and our coaching staff completely, that's the thing. Like, look, we really haven't had any injuries so far, and the Angels have been known 
except for maybe like the Yankees <laughs> that have the most injuries, especially to the pitching. Well, that was as good as a free agent pickup when Perry fired the old training staff. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> so. exactly. That and that's something that is underrated that people don't talk about. Like it, the one of the things that. Uh, we could attribute to our success so far is that we just completely re-ramped our not like our office, our development system, our training staff, everything, and I think that's probably going to be more valuable than anything we did this off season with with pickups. You know, it's like if the Angels are going to stay healthy, it's never been a question of whether the Angels have had talent, is whether or not they could stay on the field mm-hmm. and play. And now that they're on the field and they're absolutely destroying the league right now, which is awesome to see. Um, so, you know, again, we don't know how much wise is actually doing behind the doors and it could be those things where he's helping gain the confidence of these younger pitchers that are coming up. And we might not hear stories about that till like maybe the playoffs, you know, when people get their thanks and, uh, you know, saying, Oh, I attribute my success to who we might be hearing stories about that. It doesn't really happen a lot towards the, the beginning of the season, but you know, maybe Wise is the right answer. We'll see. Yeah, because I've heard stories in the past about, you know, when the Angels had uh, Bud Black. Yeah. And a lot of pitchers would honestly open up and say, hey, I'm, I'm having success because of Bud Black. You know, he did this, he did that. And I think we're going to – we may hear some of that about, uh, you know, Matt Wise. We're definitely not hearing that about Paul Sorrento and Jeremy Reed. Uh, they're not getting any credit because these hitters, like like uh, VT said, they're professional hitters. They're yeah. not really – I mean, I've seen hands-on guys in the past that have worked with the Angels to help better out these batting averages. On my show the other day, I went through all the batting averages about when, since Sorrento's been here. It's never – the batting average has never gotten over 244. And this year's a little weird because this team leads the league in home runs, leads the league in RBIs, second in runs scored – but they are almost dead last with runners in scoring position. Yeah. They've been caught stealing the most. They have the least amount of stolen bases at the same time. Uh, they they don't hit in the clutch, and it's it's just and they don't take too many walks. And so it's a baseball. Yeah, it's, it's really it's really <laughs> weird, dude. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, but th- this team can be better. I think for the first time in a long time, guys, this team is not being referred to as a team that can't pitch. Yes. They can pitch, yeah. but now it seems like we're star-studded lineup. We just can't hit, and we can't hit in the clutch, and we're still winning. That's the scary thing. Like, like they haven't hit their best yet hitting. And what do you, and do you guys think that we are going to get on a roll and, 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 and get maybe, like, the right combination of lineup that Madden's going to stick with, and we're just – these guys are going to get it. Not, not, not when Madden. Madden's <laughs> going to continue doing his crazy lineups as he always does. I am a firm believer that Trout should be third in the lineup. Yes, and people are just going to, um, unless Marsh finds a consistency. So you have Ward, uh, Marsh if he if he can get his on base percentage up just a little bit or more, flip-flop you know, or flip flop, whatever, yeah. whatever it may be. Uh, yeah, may, yeah. If Marsh can get his on base percentage and have Ward because Ward, obviously, his power has been absolutely insane. Incredible. And then Otani, then Trout, and then we have we're ha- the fact that we would have Rendon and Walsh the fifth and sixth. I mean, th- they're incredible hitters when they're on. It's just they've been a little bit inconsistent this year. But um, that's what I want to see. But no, Matt is just going to continue doing his random lineups until something clicks. And uh, two two points one. 
we got to see some more consistency from the bottom of the lineup because yep. like a trout is going to be the king. I, I I don't have the stat on hand, but I'm pretty sure by the time his career is over, he'll probably have the most solo home runs. <laughs> I swear to God, it, it's it's so frustrating that no one is ever on for trout. Fer- and- Fernando said his nickname should be Han Solo. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Um, and then number two, as you're saying, um, and you know what? Like there, there's, I would say there's one major flaw in Trout's game right now is that he's been striking out a lot for someone. Too who is, he is the best player in the league, but his major flaw is that, which is weird because he also leads the league in on-base percentage. How do you lead the league in on-base percentage <laughs> but then strike out? I mean, he doesn't strike out the most, but he's probably around the top 10, top 15 for strikeouts in some seasons. How does that make sense? It doesn't. It doesn't. It's doesn't. just That's how a good Trout is. But it's not only the fact that the Angels are striking out. It's not like they're the Yankees where you have these. It's like you either strike out or you hit a home run because, mm-hmm. you know, we do have players that are getting on base that are hitting, you know, t- Tony two bags. He's hitting doubles and everything. Although his, uh, he he's just starting to find his groove. His defense has been fantastic this season, Absolutely. you know, and he's not even the best defender in the team right now, which nope. is Velasquez. I mean, his glove. I mean, I think this guy needs a table leg. I don't know if you know the story with Nolan Ryan, but uh, this batter was so scared to freaking bat against Nolan Ryan that he brought a table leg to bat. They wouldn't let him use it. But (laughs) the fact is, is that we got to get him like a paddle or something. Velasquez, although he did hit the home run the other night, which is awesome to see. But um, his defense has been incredible, but his bat... That bottom of the lineup when we have freaking Suzuki and we I I have never I, I it's gonna take so much for me to believe in Renhifo I am I am not a yeah. Renhifo believer but when you have guys like that in the bottom of the lineup that aren't getting on base for when Trout comes up reward comes up and everything it's like those are and and what you're saying the clutch hitting too there's times where Trout is up and then you just see a strikeout from him and there are maybe a runner or two and it could put us in a situation to tie the game or take the lead or inch a little bit closer it's like trout and others need to be clutching those situations especially when it comes down to the playoffs because the playoffs are going to be playing nothing but good teams and if we're not capitalizing on every situation especially if they're literally walking players and is zero outs and then freaking Trout strikes out, and then Rendon hits into a double play, and we have the bases low. You know, it was a lot last year, and it's happened a couple times this year. But the fact that we have bases loading, uh, base, (laughs) (laughs) let's go, we have have bases loaded (laughs) so many times, and we don't capitalize on those situations. Shameless plug, shameless plug. (laughs) Yes, Um, yeah. So Trout's clutch numbers, I don't have a percentage, and I don't know if you do, Todd, but they're not as great as what you think they would be. And uh, to finally get to my point. The Angels not only strike out so much, but they're striking out looking. We're not aggressive, which, again, it's like if we're walking, great. Trout's walking (laughs) a lot, but for the rest of the team, they're literally just watching. I mean, I think I've seen several one, two, three strikes throughout this year. And it's like they look lost at the plate, which is like, what are we doing? Can you swing the bat? I've seen several several times where, like, Trout and Ward will get on to start an inning. And you got two on, nobody out, and you're thinking, damn, we got, you know, we got uh, Otani, Rendon, and Walsh up. Yeah. And then bada bing, bada boom, yeah. and then pop out. Yeah. That's it. And, and you leave two men on. I've seen that a gang of times. Yeah. So that cannot happen if this team's going to get better. VT, you were going to say something? Yeah. So to, to get, you know, to uh, add a little bit to the point about, you know, Joe Madden's lineup, mm-hmm. I think he has to do a better job with it. 
They're, you know, Mike Trout definitely has to be the third hitter. He can't be batting second. You're taking RBIs away from him. Exactly. There's, you know, no matter how good Otani is, there's no way that he's a third. Mm-hmm. And there's no way. No way, great, a, no way he's a one either. Sorry. Or one <laughs> yes. for that for that matter. Right. He he He's not better than Trout. Let's just be honest as far as mm-hmm. hitting. Mm-hmm. We can see now that he's kind of struggled a lot. A lot of strikeouts, a lot of grounders, you know, pop-ups here and there. If the Angels do not hit home runs, they're not going to score. It's basically, it's basically what it is because Angels as a team, they do not manufacture runs. You know, that goes on Joel Madden's weak lineup, really. Also, there, there is no hidden run calls, you know, to get the offense going. No bunts to move runners over. You know, small ball wins games. And he, and he was preaching this when he first came in, too. He's like, all right, we're going to adopt the small ball um, mindset, and we're not really seeing that from Madden. So, Madden, what, what happened to that philosophy? It's not here. Right. Yeah, And we're still winning, by the way, which is crazy. It's but crazy. It's weird. And, and now by batting Trout second, you're eliminating, like you said, Todd, the three-run home run. You know, Trout's getting a bunch of solos. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to win when you're having the equivalent of Barry Bonds hitting home runs, solo home runs. You know, mm-hmm. we saw it in the World Series. Barry Bonds was hitting solos, and that's why we didn't lose because he was just hitting one run home runs. You're not going to hit a five run home run, but if you had Trout with two guys on base, three run home run, he's your hottest hitter. He's our hottest hitter aside from Ward. Actually, Ward and Trout are basically the same at or this point. Yeah, or he's had, he's had a lot of uh, leadoff doubles and yeah. been stranded at second. Yep. But imagine if he had a couple guys on and hit a double. Right. So that's what we have to do. Oh, we have a fast team too. It's not like we have a slow team. Oh yeah, yeah. there's only a couple guys that are like pull hole status, yeah. but that's it. You know, <laughs> yeah. He has to bat his top dogs. It has to be Trout third, Otani fourth, Rendon fifth. Well, and, and then, then having Walsh six is insane because you we're know, deep. That's an all star. Yeah, that is. Yeah. he's an all star. Yeah, it's insane. Drafted 39th round. Uh, before they limited it down to 20 rounds per per draft now, uh, starting in 2020. But the fact that he got drafted. 39th round, and he became an all-star. Yeah. And th- th- that was always the issue, as I pointed out earlier. We need our uh, our um, our minor leagues to produce, actually come up and produce. It was just Trout for the longest time since, you know, 2009 when he got drafted. I mean, who else was coming was out? Fletcher. Okay, and a fl- Fletcher. Right. And uh, talk about the lineup. I mean, there's yeah. been a couple pitchers that maybe got traded to other teams that did well or whatever. But it was like Fletcher a little bit. And even that, like his defense, I love his defense. But, oh, my God, we need, when he gets back, he needs to work on getting on base. Because mm-hmm. it's, I, I love his flap hitting style as well, too. But he needs it, and he he should not be lead off when he comes back. Absolutely not. Nine, nine, nine. Yeah. And cool, he's nine. He gets on base. War could drive him in. That's awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, seeing Walsh coming up now, thirty uh, ninth round, all star, awesome. Ward now. Adele's supposed to be that guy. I mean, I've been on the train about trading Adele for so long because I knew we had Marsh, and I knew it is so. Not only do we have the depth in our farm system of outfielders it's just easy to come across other outfielders our problem isn't outfielders our problem was pitching you use Adele especially at the trade deadline he's getting his value back up a little bit he's absolutely destroying it in the minors and of course he's working on his defense which is probably his biggest issue with his game right now um it was some of the t- and not only just the past couple years of having these terrible mistakes that are costing the angels run sometimes mm-hmm. too is that you know, like, 
he looks lost out there. And it's like, how long have you been playing baseball and you're having these issues in the outfield still? It's not like he's making an error every now and then. Like, and it, I mean, he's super athletic too. So it's not like he's a lazy ass like Upton or anything. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's making, and it's just a way like he approaches getting the ball. Like I, I saw a clip somewhere. I, I forgot the Twitter account, but because of how much of an issue Adele's defensive uh, problems are, <laughs> every single play that he's in the outfield in the minor leagues right now, there's a Twitter thread going on. They are posting it. It is like literally a giant thread of all Dell's plays. And I'm just watching his approach and how he's fielding grounders and getting to the ball. It's like, no, what are you doing? He's taking like the wrong steps. Mm -hmm. He's taking the wrong routes. It's like, you need to figure this out before you get called up. But as I was going, we could use Adele as a trade ship. At this point, if it's for a good reliever, I don't care. Although, I don't want to waste a first-round pick on a reliever. We're also going to need a deep bullpen in the playoffs this year, too. I do want a starter. Are the Reds going to be stupid enough to trade us Castillo? Uh, well, it'll probably be Adele for a couple other people. And again, I am all for making the sacrifices now in order to get what we need to make that playoff push. And I know some fans are going to say, oh, no, we can't trade Adele. He's going to be an all-star. Yes, but how long is that going to take? And our lineup is already really, really solid right now. We just got to work out a couple kinks. Adele does not fit into our lineup. He also doesn't belong on the bench as well, too. He should be a starter. But now Ward's producing. Ward's not going to be on the bench. Ward needs to start every single game mm -hmm. he can. Uh, although I don't like Madden. Uh, he's been sitting Trout and some of the other guys way too much. But we could get into that later. But Adele, he just doesn't have room. He, he's like he's like he belongs in quadruple A because he's tearing it up in triple A and in the majors you just can't find his footing. Trade him to the red, get Castillo, get another starter so we have so much depth and we're ready for the playoffs this season. He would be better fit to be in a, uh, Cincinnati or a Colorado, yep. in my opinion. Yep. And he could might as well go there. Um, one thing I want to say real quick about Walsh before we get back into VT's comments was Walsh is doing this and he's slumping right now, and he's got good numbers. Yep. Imagine if he was on, you know, and he hasn't been on. Rendon hasn't been on. So there's a lot of optimism right now. And yeah, we have one of the better right lineups. So yeah, we have one of the better lineups. I mean, he he heated up. Oh, my God, that Boston series with Walsh. It was, was all so, him. Oh, it was yep. so good. Yep. And I, that's just the Walsh I know and love. And especially, I mean, my favorite moment with Walsh so far, he just brings a swagger to the team, <laughs> which, again, the Angels are a little bit more reserved, although we're seeing a lot more personality, especially with the cowboy hats. And, you know, I loved when uh, um, Iggy, uh, our shortstop from last season, he would always be the first to greet uh, everyone when they hit a home run. And they would, especially with Otani, they were like best friends. He would take off the helmet and put his hands, and it was just exciting to see. We're seeing a lot more team chemistry, and I think that's another thing for the Angels right now, we really haven't seen in several years uh, that's really helping the team. Having that team chemistry and bond, it looks like the team's clicking. They're having a good time. They're winning games, uh, which is going to be very pivotal for the success for the Angels this season, um, which is awesome to see. But uh, we do have one of the better hitting lineups in baseball, definitely on paper for sure. Mm -hmm. But the fact that we are winning these games and we have several players that aren't even playing to their full potential, that's a scary thought. Once everyone's clicking, I mean, there's no one going to be able to stop us for sure. Absolutely. All right, carry on, a VT. Yeah, so <laughs> train of thought, it left. <laughs> no, so what I was saying was it was basically that, you know, with with Madden always micromanaging, managing, you know, I felt like Fosha's back in, in the squad. 
you know, the other thing with Sosha or with, <laughs> with Sosha, yeah, with Sosha, <laughs> with Madden, you know, he he leaves those pitchers in, you know, like really short uh, outings sometimes, like, and he's overworking that bullpen, and yeah. and it's like, dude, I know we have a good bullpen, but these guys are human. They got they got arms just like you and I. They're gonna get tired. Are you really gonna expect these guys to pitch for six months? You know, five, four months or whatever, and hopefully playoffs and expect them to be clutch. Like you gotta let these pitchers go. You can't like be babying them. I know you want to make sure they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to protect them. They're an asset to the team. But sometimes you just gotta let them go. You know, you gotta let them pitch. Sixty-five, seventy pitches is not enough for a starter. Right. I think he uh, was it Silseth or it was yeah. Someone. He, he took he took well, out was his uh, first start though, right? So, yeah, he took yeah. him out. He took uh, Diaz out early yeah. after five or four, and then the next start was four. He didn't let Suarez go beyond four or five all year yeah. up until like I think only one start. Right. And it wasn't like Suarez was was shit in the bed. I right. mean, we're talking about he gave up three runs and like five hits. So okay, so <laughs> why can't we just let him pitch two more innings? You know, maybe take him to eighty, maybe ninety pitches. Mm-hmm. You're gonna send him down regardless. <laughs> yeah. So what's the point? You want to get the most out of you. Got to milk it. You know, you got to milk him. I mean, I know it sounds crappy to say it like that, but you got to get a, the the best, the most you can from them. They're gonna get sent down. You gotta rest your bullpen. Your guys are worn out. You gotta be it. You you have to admit the fact that the, right now these guys are a little tired too. You know, um, our bullpen has been worked a lot. Your main guys. Yeah, so that's the thing. With the lineup, you know, the weird lineups he has, he put uh, Otani back in the leadoff spot. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the purpose of that? Yeah, I don't understand. What are we doing? We've seen how he did when he was in the leadoff spot. As soon as he switched it, I think that's when the Angels took off, Mm -hmm. uh, when Ward came up. And I think that... Uh, man just does over analyzing all the time, and we need to stop that. You gotta, especially. Uh, I think we had a, a two game night or a doubleheader one time, and they sat the guys for a Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay game. I yeah, think I was, was at that game. They, they yeah. pretty much put the B team in. Why? Yeah. Why? Why no can't sense. we go in for the fucking kill? They're gonna have a day off tomorrow. The next day. Yeah. <laughs> so so what's the point? Why can't we go and finish that game off? Mm-hmm. We got the Astros on our asses. Mm-hmm. Why do we have to let go off the gas? We got to go. That was exactly we're- my point, especially because we're playing crappy teams right now. We need to stomp on them. And yeah. we're putting the B team in. It's like the Astros. They What what, what was the winning streak? 11 games? 11 games. Like it was 11 games. And again, they have lost a couple at the time of where it's the 22nd today. Uh, Out of those May. 11 games, yeah. they only gained one yeah, game on exactly. us. Exactly. It was awesome. But the fact is, is that we lost several games. We had a four-game losing streak, and then we won the last two. To, um, but the fact is, is that the Astros, they're going to go on a long winning streak and then they're going to lose maybe one, maybe two. I doubt they will. I mean, they're just so consistent of a team. They're scary. Well, here's the thing about Dusty Baker, how he runs teams. He's an old-school guy, but he has analytics. He's a, he's adapted to the game. But one thing he's not doing is trying to reinvent the wheel. I think with Madden, he tries to reinvent the wheel. You're never going to see Jordan Olivares for the Astros leading off. No. Yeah. You know, I can see Alex Bregman leading off. Yeah, Altuve is a different type of hitter. He's a special dude. He can hit home runs. He could do everything as a leadoff guy. But you're not going to, you know, you may see him in the third spot. But Dusty Baker has a way of doing things. And he's not going to go against it. He's not going to lead Tucker off. He's not going to lead have Tucker ninth. You know, the pitching rotation is not going to be screwed around. Say, oh, you know, Verlander is going to be like, no, you're not taking me out of my yeah. my spot. I'm, you know, but you see Madden will move guys around in the rotation 
He'll move guys around the bullpen, take away their roles, give them new roles. And you wonder, hmm, why isn't Myers pitching good? <laughs> you know, like like he was good as a setup they guy. Need consistency. Yeah. You, you, put a, you put a guy, okay, like, like what made no sense the other day, they're in the ninth inning tied with, with a, you know, a contending team, and they decide, hey, you know what? Let's uh, bring Suarez in. Why? He, you know, he, he was just starting. Yeah. Why are you bringing him in the ninth inning? And, and, and Iglesias had to save the day. You know, and, and so what I want to ask you guys is Madden has adapted, but I think the wrong way. Because VT, when he was in Tampa, you had Evan Longoria, Carlos Pena, Carl Crawford, uh, Zobris, yeah, players like that. You really only had one all-star on the team that was like Longoria, sort of paying you because he struck out a lot. But those guys were always laid down a bunt. They would do anything you needed. They were fast, and they were defensively good. How come that never made it to us? Like like that mindset of like what what um, what he talked small about ball. small ball. Do you are you thinking it's something that has to do with with uh, with Artie? Is he the one saying that? I, I don't think when it comes down to the day to day playing that Artie is really saying much. I feel like when it has to concern his paycheck, I mean his pocketbook, that's where he really starts overstepping and everything. But I can't, I can't see it's Artie. I really think it's the way Madden's managing. Um, I can't find a good answer. It just doesn't make sense. You would think for a team that is supposed to be playing at a top level you would want some consistency so mm. the players are coming in with the game plan and the funny thing is it's like um isn't the bottom of the lineup card it says what are we going to do to win today or something like that mm. right it's like you're supposed to go in with the game plan if you're just consistently changing around the lineups it's like you're not getting your reps in at that spot is it you know baseball is such a mental thing i think people forget that too it's what i mean for anyone who doesn't know, hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in sports, and I will argue that point till the day I die. Uh, trying to hit a freaking like a ninety-six mile per hour, you know, two seamer, and then go to a ninety mile per hour slider on the other side of the plate, like you're not hitting that. I don't care what you say. You'll see like football players try and go hit BP, and they they're looking like awkward. Completely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, but. I, I don't get why it's the same thing with his bullpen usage and what uh, VT made excellent points on uh, the issue with the Angels is that we're not getting enough innings from our starting pitching. And this has been an issue for a while, and uh, obviously Matt has been doing it, is that we're not trusting our pitchers. You need to trust your players. Mm -hmm. If you're going to get more reps and more innings pitch and more at-bats to our players, you're going to see that they're going to trust themselves to go out there and produce. And all the, uh, our bullpen has been pitching well. It's not like our past bullpens where it's just completely blowing games, although we have blown a couple games so far. Mm -hmm. uh, you're not seeing these ridiculous ERAs. Like, I don't think there would be anyone who was even close to, like, a 3.5. Mostly everyone's in the fours. And now we're seeing our bullpen getting a little bit of a breather because, like, Sandoval won seven innings today, and we only used three pitchers. Like, when could we say in the last couple of years we only used three pitchers in the game, you know? Um, and we're locking it down. And we're trusting our players, but that needs to be every game, unless we are absolutely getting demolished, which of course is going to happen. It's a 162 game season. It's going to happen where, you know, like the Cinder Guard night where we have to use our bullpen. Not every single game we should be going through five or six pitchers, you know, just so we can have pitching matchups and everything. That doesn't always work. 
You need to trust your players. You need to trust your staff in order to go out there and get the job done, especially the starting pitchers. So when it comes down to the postseason, our bullpen is ready to produce there. So why are we not bunting? <laughs> yeah, that's true. yeah, right, VT. I mean, yeah. like, look, you'd want to take advantage of that because I remember those teams with Tampa. Yeah, they were they were that type of team. They would do the sacrificable things. But you know what's crazy? Every time I'm I'm looking at Velasquez, uh, Andrew, right? Andrew yeah, Velasquez, yeah. He's always bunting. I always see him oh, bunt. And Wade too. Yeah, Wade, yeah. So they are the speedsters, and and that's good. But aside from them, I don't expect Trout to bunt. No. I don't. You know. <laughs> I don't expect Otani to bunt, but he's bunting. You know, he's doing it. I don't expect. Well, Walsh yeah, to with bunt. the with the shift with Otani. I mean, well, Otani is just such a smart player. I don't know why we don't do that more often. Yeah. to be honest yeah. with you, like you're gonna have the whole left side of the field. Are Take you really it. not gonna bunt? So Take do you do, do you feel like Madden's micromanaging them? Because it seems like it's confidence with Otani because Otani is like, hey, they're shifting on me. I'm gonna lay down a really good bunt to the other side on third base, and I'm gonna get on base regardless. And Wade and Velasquez are more sacrifice bunts and everything trout if you're having trout bunting he's not gonna well it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's so, not gonna happen but but you're right why isn't the rest of the team doing it small ball is gonna help win gains when you're adding on the runs especially when your pitching staff which they should be uh allowing only maybe one or two runs a game or whatever like you know a lot of the games we haven't been given up I don't, I don't know where we are in the rankings right now but it doesn't seem like we're getting we've had like the first series against the astros we got destroyed but there haven't really been too many pitching performances where we're getting lit up that means our pitching's doing the job but then we're also not producing a lot of runs in those games the game should be like eight two 10-3 or whatever but it's like we're having we're still having these close games and i just feel like madden is just micromanaging the team and that's no you gotta let your players play so regarding the bunt right and why our players don't bunt they probably don't have that rule in in the franchise where you have to bunt when i ask you to you know for me growing up i played baseball little league high school i had a year or two in college and every single time Whenever the the coach told you to bunt, you had to bunt. Mm -hmm. There was no if, ands, or buts about it. If you didn't bunt, you weren't going to play the next day. Now, for the majors, I'm sure that rule does not apply because everybody, sure, it's a team game, but everybody wants to get paid. And the only way to get paid is by hitting bombs, mm -hmm. not by bunting. That's not going to get you paid. You know, maybe if you're David Fletcher, you're going to get some, you know, nice little 20 mil or whatever. Yeah. But – if you're the Trouts, you know, the, the, the Otanis, you're going to get those 200 mil, 300 mil, 400 mil. Bunting is not in, in the menu. They I, are going to go for that <clears throat> three-run home run no yeah. matter what. Has Rendon even bunted? I'm not even going to say this year. Have you ever seen Rendon bunt while he's been with the Angels? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, what I see is when Sosha was here, the guys always looked to the third-base coach because the third-base coach would get the sign, yep. and then he'd relay it into the hitter to what they want to do for that particular bat. I'm seeing a Joe Madden that's just up there like, okay, guys, take an approach or whatever. We're going to take this approach versus certain pitcher. I don't really see them giving him any in-game adjustments. That bothers me. You know, I, I, I In a game where, okay, you're struggling, it's three to nothing in the sixth inning, you haven't done nothing, you haven't generated no base runners, Swing away, yeah. get on base, lay down a bunt, try to beat one out, hit and run. Uh, you know, there's certain things like you guys have brought up that they're just not doing, and 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 you know, I think that falls back on Madden. And to me too, what about the point about this team? Most of the time, doesn't take live BP. 
They go to the cages underneath the stadium. Especially Trout. Yeah, I think I think they were saying it was like one of the first times they saw Trout in a long time. Was that in Boston? I don't know. It was one of the or it was Texas or something. They were on the road and Trout was finally on the field taking live BP. Weren't they well, saying uh, that about Otani too? Yeah, Otani is also in the cage. But they, it, they yeah. haven't done it since the Osmus Social days. Yeah. So so my thing is this. The resume from Madden from Tampa Bay was that small ball that BT was talking about yep. and that you guys were talking about. That transition, when he went to Chicago, they had the big names. They went to the World Series. But look what happened at, his, at the end of his tenure in Chicago. He was a, being accused of blowing out the bullpen, uh, misusing the starting pitchers. And guys like Carl Schwarber and Rizzo were your leadoff guys. Yeah. Similarities here, guys? Yep, yep, it is. Well, except Ward definitely deserves to be lead off at least yeah. for now because there's really no one else you're not batting trout first although i mean he's the best person to put on base but his power is just too valuable to freaking have a lead off you know trout would be the greatest lead off hitter of all time if he started his career and had his whole career be lead off but you would be the worst manager in the world if you ever thought about having him lead off you know even even second uh, we all agree trout should be batting at least third uh, I mean, third for sure. I mean, it depending on if Otani's on base percentage is better in March, whatever. But it, yeah, we all agree Trout should be third. But um, I don't know. I just think to wrap up this topic, I think Madden just needs to have a little bit more structure in his lineups and also trusting in his pitchers more so we more don't blow out sure. the bullpen. Yeah, more trust. You think it's too much weed? <laughs> He's living that Kelly life, man. Yeah. In his little uh, time machine yeah, van. I, I think he meets up with Bellinger. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's all, dude, that guy's really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. He makes good brownies. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, home cooked in his uh, freaking van and everything. Yeah, yeah, right. So, yeah. All right. But um, what do you what do you got for us next, Todd? Well, actually, I was going to ask VT. Oh. You had some some points that you wanted to get to, or you still have some points? Or? No, no. Actually, that was it for the whole Madden, you know, pitching and and lineup. I I, I do get frustrated when I, you know, what I get really. Thank you for bringing that up. I get really. I'm a rant. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Peter Griffin. You know what really grinds my gears? The fact that man doesn't put Walsh every single day in the lineup. Oh, yes. I don't yes. care. Preach. I don't care if there's a lefty. Um, in, 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 in on the mound, I want to see Walsh because say we have lefties for five days in a row. Are you really not going to play Walsh for five days in a row? And he's hitting better against lefties this season, too. You know why? Because we're giving him at bats. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Did you forget what he did to yeah. Chapman in, over there in New York? Mm-hmm. Did we forget about the that? job of the century. <laughs> Come on, dude. Like, how are you going to tell me? See, the more you have him on the bench, the, the more damage you create. He needs to be there getting his reps. I don't care if it's against Chapman or I don't care if it's against Garrett Cole. Righty, mm-hmm. lefty, you need to put him up there because he's proven to you that he can give you that walk-off home run. He can give you the two-homer day, whether it be a righty or a lefty. There's absolutely no reason, aside from a rest day, that that Walsh should be on the bench. No reason at all. Walsh should be batting five or six every single day. I don't care. And that really grinds my gears. <laughs> no, I hear you. I mean, he's a big bat. He's an influencer out there. He he stretches. He he does great in on a, in a, a first base. Oh, yeah. he defense at first base. He should have been nominated last year. I mean, I'm happy Fletcher got nominated, but my boy my boy got robbed of the nomination. Yeah. It yeah. is what it is. I mean, maybe this year. I mean, he's doing immaculate defense as well too. And uh, you know, we were going to touch on this, but let's talk about Velasquez a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. because uh, you know. 
at the start of the offseason, I was not comfortable. This was when Fletcher was on the roster, too. And we were going to have guys like Wade and um, Duffy that were going to be on our bench, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, obviously with injuries and everything, now we have Renhefo again. I was like, God, if I see Renhefo in August, <laughs> we're seeing Renhefo in May. I'm like my worst nightmare again. Oh, my God. But, um, you know, Velasquez, uh, although, I mean, please find a Batman. His defense it's like elite. It, it's it's not only Simmons, but it, it looks even better than Simmons. Can even we say though, that? I, I you think so? Oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's insane. It, he just looks so natural out there, you know. And I'm not gonna compare him to like any old players because I don't want to get my head chopped off from Angel fans. Like, oh my god, he doesn't look like Ozzy Smith or something or whatever. But literally, the plays he's making on a nightly basis. And again, Simmons did this too, and that's why I love Simmons so much. Uh, and, and Simmons wasn't the worst hitter in the world, but he certainly wasn't amazing. I he mean, found his groove later. He did for sure. And you again, know who Velasquez looks like? Who? Masir Sturis. You remember him? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mighty Meister. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He looks like him, bro. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, him saving. And, you know, that was the issue that the Angels have struggled with for a while, which, I, again, I'm glad Adele's not in the outfield, is that they didn't have that consistent defense that we were making these plays that would normally get balls to the outfield and score runs. I mean, he's been saving. Run, I mean, I don't even know what his DRS right now is. I'm sure it's like one of the highest in the league, if not the highest. I think he has the best defensive value. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you just again, in terms of producing the lineup, our second and shortstop positions are definitely not producing any WAR numbers. That's for sure. And you know, um, they're not really getting on base in the lineup but like we're we're producing plays in the uh, defensive side of things which is awesome it's like i could take him having one of the worst on base percentages in ops quick question for you bro simmons or him oh it's right now right now him who's Simmons is with the Cubs, actually, right? Yeah, yes. he's yeah, the Cubs. yeah. No, no, no. I think he's falling. He's off at the a tail end. Bit. Yeah, he's at yeah. the tail end of his career. Again, I appreciated him on the team, but Velasquez's defense has just been insane. Well, I had a conversation with Gooby, not to not to brag. Oh, but uh, <laughs> we but, got a star over here, folks. <laughs> no, but he he literally said that the reason why he's out there to your guys' points is his defense is irreplaceable. Yep, and he. Feels that he's following Simmons' career and that he's going to eventually be a guy to hit 15, maybe 20 home runs and and, and hit around 280. And, it, boy, if he gave us 260 right now, yeah. we'd be doing jumping yeah, jacks. Yeah. He doesn't have to hit the home runs. I think he's at 190 right now. 198. Oh. Yeah, he's flirting with a Mendoza. Yeah, wow. But but the thing <laughs> the thing is, though, he was batting 114. Yeah. So he was down there. He's, he's actually gotten a few more hits yep. from the right side of all things. But I, I think with him, if he just lower his back, keep it letter high and above the knees, yep. he's going to hit some balls, dude. Because his connect, but but everyone's pitching him high because they know that he chases the high pitch. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, as we were talking about coaching earlier with our coaching staff, do you do you feel like that's on them? Yeah, 100%, that's on them. Yeah, and 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 I wanted to comment this earlier as well. Um, so I'm I'm glad like we're seeing some tweaks with Velasquez. Uh, again, he's approaching 200 now, which is awesome because he was just so low yeah, towards bad. the hundreds. Um, 
let's talk about Otani quickly because it seems like he's been shifting his head and his whole body. The helmet's not falling off like it used to, but like, where was the Otani hitter that we saw last year? He's stepping a foot. He's putting a foot forward too early. Yep. When he strikes out, he's having bad nights. You can clearly see it, and that's why I get upset with the pitching or the hitting coaches because they're not seeing what we're seeing, and they're not saying okay. Through the interpreter, if they have to. Yeah. Hey, bro. Like, like, keep your keep your legs steady. Stop trying to jump ahead. You know, wait for the pitch to come to you. He seems to be already trying to get to first base, like an Ichiro swing. He doesn't yeah. have an Ichiro swing. Yeah. You know, like, look at his home run hit today. Patient, waits on it, comes to him, center field, mash. Good night. <laughs> yes. You know, that's what he the Otani we need. Yeah. When Otani's on, he's hitting the ball to center field, left center field. When he's off. He's hitting everything, uh, hitting over the top of these uh, curveballs and sliders, grounding everything into the ship. Or striking out. Or striking a out. A lot. Yes. Is he? Is him or – I'm pretty sure he's leading the team in strikeouts right now, right? Actually, it's Rendon. Is it Rendon? Rendon slightly over Otani, then Trout. Yeah, but that, that, that's all high. Like having your top three hitters like all have high strikeout numbers, we can't be having that. Well, she's close too. Oh, man. The Angels lead the league in strikeouts. They do. They do. But we're also towards – I know we were saying that the Angels don't produce runs, but we are towards the top and runs produce. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Because didn't we lead uh, lead the league in home runs, too, at one point? Yeah, we we do right now. Oh, we do. We do right now. Today's home runs, we've got – That's that's it. That's the reason why. What a clusterfuck of (laughs) a team. And I love it. Yeah, yeah. That I love it. Yeah, Baseball. Baseball. (laughs) Yeah, right. So it's just it's like a weird anomaly. It's well, like, here's a stat before yeah. before today's game. Yeah, the uh, previous no, actually before yesterday's game, which was a uh, Friday's right. Okay. Going going back to the last two sure. games in Texas yeah. and then the first game of Oakland. Yeah. Do you know how many guys the Angels left on base in the three games? Oh man, the Angels are towards. I'm gonna get away for from those three games. From the three games, total. I'm gonna guess thirty five. Oh shit! <laughs> that much? I, it's the Angels we're talking about, man. <laughs> I was gonna say like fifteen. Fifteen in three yeah. games? That would have been generous. Forty-four. Oh. Wow! <laughs> they left seventeen men on base the second game of Texas. Yeah. Seventeen on the third game and ten against Oakland the game. One. I'm, I'm not surprised by that number, honestly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you got good stats like that, but you're yeah. leading forty-four it's guys. Ins- on. It's absolutely insane how the Angels are playing baseball. It's working, but it shouldn't be. Exactly. It should. Shouldn't be, you know. Um, Just imagine if they cashed half those guys. Yep, it, and, and that's that's the problem. We're not hitting clutch situations. We're leaving runners on base. We're not only are we leaving runners on base, we're leaving runners in scoring position. Yes, we are Cincinnati Reds bad at runners <laughs> in scoring position. We're literally ranked with them, yeah. batting average with oh runners in scoring. God, position. and we're still winning. And we're still by the way. And it's not like we're playing the bottom of the barrel of teams either. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, mm-hmm. Again, the worst series we've had this year is the Astros uh, series. Uh, we won opening one series. and three opening series. We had, since then, besides losing to Baltimore, and I think we're nine three and one, so nine uh, nine series one, three series loss, and one series tied, which mm-hmm. was that was Chicago. But um, it's like the Angels are playing really good ball. They're they've won most of their series. If, if you and, literally and, win. We're at the clip they're at right now. Yeah. Your 80% win percentage of your series by the end of the season, you're in the playoffs guaranteed, and you're most likely fighting for a division. Yes. That's basically – and so if the Angels just can focus on winning series – so even if they take a bad loss like they did in Oakland or, or the game one here in Oakland, but they came back and won the next two, yeah. victory. You got it. And, and that's what we need to do. We need to make sure we are absolutely not – 
just winning but destroying the series where we are playing some of the bottom tier teams because the Astros are going to beat the good teams. They're going to destroy the bad teams. And especially with the new playoff format this year, it is important that we get a higher seeding. It's like, hey, we could win the division. Awesome. But that means we're still playing in that. I, I don't even know. I don't, what are they calling it? They're not. Are they still calling it the wild card series? Because it's not a one game. It's a three game. It's a three game it's series. Right. Yeah. So if you have three divisions in baseball, obviously everyone who's listening to this should know this uh, per league. And if you rank the third out of the three division winners, you're playing in that extra series as you, well. Which you don't want to do. Which you don't want to do. No. Again, I like how we're it's three games now. More a hey, more baseball doesn't matter who's playing. I'm all for it, but I just want the Angels to be in that first five game series in the divisional series, and sitting there with everyone. Resting. Exactly, exactly. I don't want to just scrape by. It, it blows my mind that last year that the Blue Jays did not make the playoffs, and that's my gauge. Is like the fact. Uh, let me ask you this, Todd and VT: Is the team we have right now? Better than that Blue Jays team last year. From last year? I believe so. You think so? I think so. I don't think we're there quite yet. VT, how do you feel? Honestly, I don't think so. Yeah. I think, think so? the Blue Jays yeah. were, were – if the Blue Jays would have gone into the playoffs, yeah. I think they would have won the they're, World Series. They're powerhouses. They yeah, they could have, yeah. And, they would have. They, yeah. they had a, the only a reason better why, pitching staff. The only reason why did. I'm saying the Angels is, is because I don't think we've seen the best of this team yet. True, but I, I was saying like right now because again, oh right, we, oh, yeah, right now, right yeah, yeah, now, yeah, I would yeah, go yeah, Blue Jays yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if everyone's playing to caliber for the Angels, we have one of the scariest on paper lineups. It's crazy, and and again, we didn't even expect this production from Ward or some of the other players this season. But that is exactly my point, and. I'll touch up on Seattle in a second, but the fact that the Blue Jays missed the playoffs barely, and I know the the format's a little different this year, so they added an extra team per league, but I don't want to just scrape by and just get that third spot in the wild card. Mm-hmm. I want the Angels to win the division and show that we are the top team, one of the top teams in baseball. I mean, if we do make the playoffs, no matter what, I'm going to be stoked as well, but then we're going to have issues. Okay, we're on the bottom of... It was like... Um, it was like a wild card game. I think it was like St. Louis versus the Dodgers. It was that one wild card game. It was like St. Louis barely scraped by last year, and then they got eliminated in one game. Luckily, mm. it's a three-game series this year, but it's like Angels win the division. They're either the first or the second seed in the American League division series. Boom, five-game series. We don't have to <clears> worry <throat> about We could get the best, healthiest team from us to – hopefully move on to the championship series. And, you know, again, like if we get to the world series, that's incredible, but are we there yet? No. And I think the trade deadline is crucial for us to make those moves to make sure we get there. And of course, staying healthy as well, too. So we're not going to get the one game win or go home. No, it's not going to be one of those three. Yeah. It's like, I remember watching the Pittsburgh pirates a few years ago when they had Andrew McCutcheon. I felt for that fan base because they hadn't been there in so long. (laughs) They blacked it out. Yeah. yeah, They blacked it out and they matched up with St. Louis had the home game and lost. Yeah. And I was like, damn dude. Like I really wanted, I felt that that team that year could have did some damage, maybe not the world series, but they could have did some serious damage, but that one game killed them. And, and you know, a three-game series could kill a team too. Yeah, and like you said, you ra- rather give yourself the best uh, chance to win. 2014. Yeah, so <laughs> so you you want to get into a, a five-game set, get yep. your home field advantage, 
and take out the Astros, who have been dominating this dominating. division. Dominating. And, and again, uh, you know, we like to rag on them for being cheaters, but there is a reason why they made the championship series, what, like almost five years in a row or something right. like that? Mm-hmm. The championship series, not just the playoffs, the freaking championship series. And they, they, the way they play baseball, besides them cheating, is just you, – and you brought up a good point about the way Dusty Baker manages his team. It's just like that's how baseball should be played. Yeah, Everyone's day. producing. You're seeing so much amazing talent. And there is not – I'm not even saying all-star, although some of those players can be all-stars. It's just the league is filled with so much talent nowadays. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Justin Verlander just came off of uh, Tommy John. Yeah. If he was playing with us, you think Joe Madden would stop him? <laughs> no, in the sixth no. inning, it, it would be the same thing with like having Scherzer on the team. Yeah, those are players that if Madden even thought about Dude. doing something with them, they would tell him to f himself. Well, well, not only that, I think Verlander's a kind of hothead. That yeah. you remember what uh, Pedro Martinez did to the uh, the what is it the. The, the old guy from the Yankees, yeah, Zimmerman. Yeah, he would toss Madden yeah. like that, dude. Like, yeah. get the hell out of here, man. Yeah. And the only reason I'm saying is because Dusty Baker literally allowed um, uh, Verlander to go and pitch eight innings, you know? Yeah. He's six and one. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. and this is a guy that just came out of Tommy John. If, yeah. if it was a guy for us, they'd be like, oh, no, you got to pitch innings. Four, yeah. three <laughs> innings, you know, four innings here. The next time yeah. you'll get five and work yourself out if or whatever. If you walk two, that's your limit, too, or something <laughs> like that, you know? No, but Verlander yeah. in the Astros. So he's going yeah. eight innings, one inning, one one hit. You know, like. Right. So let, let me ask you guys this: So we we all agreed that the Angels are not quite there with that blue cheese, uh, blue, blue cheese, blue Jays team yet, right? <laughs> I'm hungry uh, too. Um, yeah, I'm starving, bro. Um, so and I love ragging on Seattle, especially with how egotistical their fans were at the last series, and no seeing Otani hit that mm. home run in the last game, and seeing the hopes and dreams of the Seattle fans crush. It uh, was amazing for Angel fans. I mean, they were just talking so much crap. And By the way, about, oh, Tony, yeah, real go, quick before yeah. you, I just want to bring up two two salty uh, facts for Seattle Mariner fans. I'd love fans. to hear it, yes. Yeah, yeah. So the only team in Major League Baseball to not even make a World Series appearance, yeah. Seattle Mariners. Yeah. The longest uh, playoff drought in baseball, Seattle Mariners, yes. 2000. So 21 years. 20, uh, 2001. Yeah, 21 years yeah, of sucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, so yes. So, do you think, and, and again, the funny thing is, and I totally regret saying this, was that I had Seattle winning the division, mm. uh, which, again, they don't even look like they're even close to doing that right now. Yeah. They're, they're young guys aren't producing. But, anyways, do you think that our team right now on paper is where Seattle was at the end of last year? Where Seattle is right now, I thought Seattle would be a little bit better, and no. that's where the Angels would be. I thought they'd no. be nick- nipping at their feet and trying to overtake the Angels, and then we'd be hopelessly behind Houston by the end of the year. No. That has all changed. I think Seattle has really regressed this year. They've really surprised me how I thought that last year was like their coming out party, and then this year they were going to like take the next step. No. And the fact they haven't done it, it's kind of funny, but you know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's put us at a, at a spot now to where – it's us in Houston, yeah, and, and it's like it's like the le- the bottom tier teams are like, hey, we might get you here and there, yeah, but this is your guys' division to win. Don't let us come at you, yeah, because we will get you. But take care, because if the Angels take care of Houston or not Houston, um, if they have winning records against Seattle, Texas, and Oakland, yeah. and Oakland we should we should be right there with Houston for the division. Yeah, and uh, well, so my predictions. Um, that I had, you know, I had Seattle winning the, the division with the White Sox, and I had the Rays. And then I felt like the other three spots 
if the Angels were to take one, cool. But I literally had the other three spots all in the East. The East is just so deadly, you know. <laughs> uh, but obviously, we're seeing some hiccups. So the the Yankees are actually dominating that division, which I didn't which think. So. I didn't see the Twins are actually playing like a. And here I was gonna make this comment about like you beat me to it. It's about saying Seattle hasn't been to the playoffs in forever. Twins have been in the playoffs, but I think they're on. I'm not talking about. I'm. I think they're on a 17 or 18 game losing streak. That's a record. It's a record. How can you go to the playoffs that many times and lose that many games in a row? And the funny thing is, most of those games are against the Yankees. So if if they're if the Twins and the Yankees meet in the playoffs, you already know. I mean, if if you're going to Vegas and you're betting on the Yankees, 100. Well, do you know the last playoff win for the Twins? The Angels. The Angels. Really? That's it. That's it. It's been losing ever since. That's that's crazy. Yeah, you want to? Is it so? Is that worse than not going to the playoffs? You know, like in Seattle's situation. I mean, would you want to be known as the losers, or would you want to be known as the ones to never make it? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say because I think getting your your hopes dashed every year really sucks. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and when you have a winner like that, or, or like say, for instance, you're the Oakland A's and yeah. you're playing that money ball shit, mm-hmm. and you're making the postseason every year, and you're supposedly the favorites and get punked every year. In the division series. Now, now the Rays play that type of game as they did in 2020 when they went to the World Series. And, you know, like the Rays are making it deep in the playoffs, but why it's not working for the A's ever? Like, you're not seeing them make deep playoff runs. They'll make it, but then they get eliminated in the division series. Maybe in Vegas. Yeah. Maybe in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> But what do you think, VT? I mean, is this team, you know, as far as this division right now, do you see it like that as a two-team race right now? Because obviously, like, we saw it as three, and it's it's kind of disappointing but funny at the same time. Yeah, Seattle's yeah. not there. It's going to get down to who has a deeper farm system come uh, July. Okay. Right? Because I think the Astros and the Angels are going to be neck and neck the whole time. Now, whoever pulls the trigger for Castillo or another pitcher, you know. Arms race. Yeah, Marquez on the Rockies. Yeah, even though he's shading the bed right now with the Rockies, if you get him out of Colorado, you know he could be an asset. Uh, I think it's just going to rely on who has a deeper, you know, who's willing to actually give out studs to get yourself another pitcher. Uh, Because I think we still have the firepower. I I know that Velasquez is is, he's a stud. Mm -hmm. I would like to get someone that can that can actually hit though. Well, so how long is Fletcher out? He's out for another month and a half. Something. Yeah, I mean, but even with that, let's just say Fletcher and Velasquez are the main two. I mean, are you confident with that up the middle duo right defensively. there? D- defensively, yes, a hundred percent. I mean, they're incredible. But like, I mean, having a let's just say Boston ends up a lot lower than what we expected as they are right now. Uh, yes, they, as yeah. they are right they're now. And with Bo- Baltimore. Yeah, and exactly. Baltimore is the worst. Uh, I don't know. The pirates kind of take that cake <laughs> yeah. too. But anyways, um, Bogarts is set to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm in the mindset we do whatever we got to do in order to make moves happen. We'll see. And yeah, they could resign Bogarts too after. You yeah. know, it's like, what, why don't we use Bogarts as a rental to solidify ourselves? Uh, I mean, Velasquez might have to go to shortstop while uh, Bogarts isn't going to go to second base. That's not happening. Well, it, it, it depends because right now I don't think Perry's one of these guys. It's like, oh, man, you know, I really have feelings for this type of player. If your name is not Trout Rendon, uh, you know, and a few other other guys like Otani, you're expendable. And yeah. I think as much as fans love Fletcher, Fletcher's what Fletcher is. Yeah. 
And, you know, we saw Eckstein here. He didn't last as, as long. Once yeah. we got the value out of him and he was getting exposed, hey, you yeah. got to go. Yeah. Um, he won a World Series of the so Cardinals. You think we, he did. So you're <laughs> as, saying. As a lot of angels did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, they did. So you're saying there's a chance. And, and this is something I will applaud Perry for, for doing mm-hmm. so far. He has not been afraid to cut t- ties with players. Like we, yes. saw, we saw the biggest one with pool holes, and now we're seeing with Upton. And the, Upton just signed with Seattle. Um, some people yes, might not know that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and that's something I. I do respect out of Perry so far is that he will do what it takes in order to make the hard decisions in order to benefit the team. Yeah, you know? let's just say yeah. let's just say something like this happens where the Angels do pull the trade for Bogarts. Yeah, Bogarts become becomes the everyday shortstop. Yeah, I could see towards the end of the season in September and into postseason play where they'll have maybe uh, Fletcher start at second. But then about the fifth inning or so, and they need a rally or they need defense because they're nursing a lead, Fletcher hits the bench, Velasquez plays the rest of the game. Yeah. They could platoon like that. And that, that's cool. And that just shows that Perry will do what it takes uh, to help the team win, which is something we really haven't seen with any of the general managers in the past decade plus. Mm-hmm. It's been that long, uh, VT. So the, <laughs> you saw me. Yeah. So this is a question. Yeah. What would you be willing to give up to get Bogarts? Ooh. Uh, dangle Adele out there, obviously. Would you yeah. really? Yeah. For that yeah. rental? Yeah, for a rental. Yes. because You see the Dodgers and other teams when they're in the position that they need that uh, that extra little oomph in order they, to the get The Dodgers them. actually yeah. have depth. We do, we too, though. It, 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 we yeah. do. We, we do. Because because who else would you get rid of? Would you would you just say, hey, you know what? Stefanik's going through the, 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 uh, the minors. Would you be willing to give up on a chance like him when he hasn't seen Major League Baseball yet? We've seen yeah. Adele a little bit. If Boston's willing to be like, hey, we see flashes. He could take over left field for or center field or even right field, you know, we want him. Maybe you do ask for another pitcher in return, not just Bogarts. You know, maybe they'll give him up because he is a big, high-priced player. I would like to get a, at least a two-year guy, a two-year rental, quote-unquote, oh, yeah. and not just four or uh, three. three. But all the top guy. shortstops just landed multi-year deals. There's really no one else that's going to become readily available. Uh, I mean, obviously. Okay, well, let me put you this way, yeah. real quick, before I cut you off. So let's just say let's just say Angels and Houston are tied at the deadline yeah. or a day before the deadline or the Angels are up two games. Are you thinking, okay, man, like we're we're ahead of schedule, we're doing this? Do we take a chance to mess up chemistry and make this trade, even though it's a one year rental, and let's go all in, or do you say, nah, you know what, let's just save our money for the off season and add a small piece here and there? You would go for it. You go. For You're it. there because we haven't been there. Okay. You okay. you go for it, yeah. but I still would like to save Adele to get a stud pitcher okay. and not just a three-month guy. You know? So who would Boston yeah. take for him? Pitching. <laughs> <laughs> Which do we want to sacrifice the pitching? If Griffin Canning was healthy, yeah. see Griff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Suarez. And, 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 uh, we're, we're finally having a good problem a where we can finally dangle these players because we have – we finally drafted pitching, and they are producing, and we are developing them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm for – okay, so would we go so far as to uh, Sam Bachman? You know, Ooh. yeah. Hey, you see what I'm saying? Because we mean, haven't it, seen them yeah, yet, Yeah, I know we thing. haven't, but, again, it's like the same thing with Adele. We're seeing with Adele now. What if Adele got us – a player like Castillo or something a couple years ago that could have helped, you know, and uh, Castillo has such, uh, I mean, not as much as he did, but it's like, he does still have multiple years, you know, of control, you know? Um, I don't, I don't know who else it could be. I just, well, let's just say this. If the the Red Sox wanted a pitcher yeah, and let's go back to our number one and two picks. Yeah. Uh, Bush and, and and Bachman. Bachman. Yeah. 
and you had to give up on one of them before you even featured one of them. Yeah. You haven't even seen him in the majors yet. Which one would you part with if Boston wanted that? If you're not willing to go VT's route and say, no, yeah. we're, he's not, he's not, we're going to use Adele for something else. But to get Bogarts, you got to give up one of those guys and maybe a lower-tier prospect. Yeah. What are you going to do? Are you, are you going to go for Bachman and keep uh, have a, 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 a keep a lefty in your rotation, future rotation? Yeah. Or do you want another righty in your future rotation with Bachman? I don't even think you think about it like that point, although you should. It's just the point that – think about it like this. And, and, and this is from the casual perspective because if – because there's two different pitchers all yeah, the way. No, I'm not even going that route. Think mm-hmm. about it like this. If we don't make the playoffs this year, Otani has two more years in his contract, right? From a casual and a business point of view, there is the major risk. And Otani has mentioned this at the, the end of last year that he is saying he wants to play for a winning team. Mm-hmm. If the Angels, Perry, Artie, whoever's making all the decisions, does not get to the playoffs, Do uh, does what has to happen to get to the playoffs. Because the Angels have put themselves in a situation where they have to win now. Otani walks after next season. And in my mind, if Otani walks and the Angels don't make the playoffs, Trout will request a trade, and that would be the worst thing to ever happen to the franchise. Oh, they yeah. can't recover from that. Yeah. So it's not even a matter of fact. Again, your points are valid about uh, you know, do we risk the fact of losing, you know, the lefty, the righty, you know, it's, we just got to make the playoffs. You do whatever you could do. Let me, let me, I was actually going to say this, look at the Braves last year. Mm-hmm. You were saying, Hey, what if the angels are dead tied with the Astros? The Braves were what either in fourth or fifth last year at the trade deadline. And they made those outfield moves that got them Twice. to the postseason. Exactly. Yeah, they got exactly. what they needed. That, that is, yeah. a, that is exactly how you do it. They were, not even anywhere close to saying, oh, man, I think their playoff odds were like, I don't even it was so astronomically they the low. They were the lowest. Yeah. And the Braves went on not only to go to the playoffs, but to win. And their general manager was like, okay, I'm going to do what it takes to get my team to the playoffs. And if you're saying if the Angels are neck and neck tied for first with the Astros, the Angels, you do what you So, yes, I would trade someone, either a Bush or a Bachman, in order to make sure we get – what we need to fill the holes we have by the time we get to the trade deadline to make sure we get to the playoffs. How about this one? If we don't, if we're not comfortable with trading, you know, our top dogs for a Bogarts, how about we pay for it and we go the route, say the Phillies don't, you know, make it out. They're under 500. There's a guy, Didi Gregorius. Mm-hmm. We can go after a dude. Well, we need that's a, a left. cheaper option, yeah. Right. We we eat a little bit of the money for the rest of the season. We we give out, you know, maybe two prospects that are not, you know, something to write home about, and we get ourselves a lefty hitter who's played in the playoffs, who's clutch. Sure, he's had a bit of a down year, but we can either go for him or we can trade for uh, uh, Paulie Young from the Cardinals, yeah. which is probably an even cheaper option, but we've seen him actually produce before. He's in AAA right now. I get it. <laughs> but you kind of, you know, scene of uh, change of scenery. Th- this can work for us, and I feel that DeYoung has speed. He has a good defense, uh, defensive glove, and he can also hit uh, a change of scenery at this yeah. point again. But, you know, you got Gregorius, and then you got DeYoung. Maybe these guys would be our options. We never thought that Iglesias, Iggy, was going to be an option until we got him. We're like, oh, crap, we never thought about that. Mm-hmm. We, 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 you know, we got him from the Orioles. Maybe these guys can be an option without having to <laughs> give up. I he had one of the worst DRSs in the league. Oh, my God. It was like 
it was crazy just to see how many errors he was making. We knew he was capable or so much more. Um, I, I definitely think those are two options as well. But then we weigh it's like, do we sacrifice Velasquez elite defense to add a little bit better of a bat? Like, what's more valuable to you? I guys? think they're too much in love with his defense yeah. to even be a trade piece right now. Yeah, and and that's fine because you're going to need that defense in the postseason. Yeah, and to go back on your point real quick. Um, yeah, I do believe the Angels don't make it this year. Otani closes the door on yep. negotiations. He's not going to wait till his last year of, of arbitration and get that low salary. He wants a big yep. payday. I think if they make the playoffs, he gets his payday. Yep. And like you said, with Trout, Trout did that uh, press conference in the beginning of the season for a reason. You know, he's made it clear that playoff or bust or I'm out. And when you, and when you think, oh, what are the Angels going to get back for a guy like him? You know, it's, it's going to fleece the other team. It's going to screw teams over. No, it's going to be a three-team trade maybe four, yeah. to, to get the assets to go to the right places and not yeah. fleece the team where Trout goes. So it'll be something super complicated. So the easy way to fix both of those issues. Get to the playoffs. Exactly. <laughs> and do some damage because, yeah. like you said, the Braves got there. No one expected them to go on a run. It can happen for any team. They knocked and, the Dodgers out. Yeah. The Dodgers are always like, everyone's always like, the Dodgers win the World Series, Dodgers in the playoffs, Dodgers <laughs> yeah, yeah. first place. But what happens every year almost? Yeah. They're always they're always punked by somebody. Yeah. And they get to the World Series, they get punked. Yeah. And I'm not counting the bubble because they still haven't won since 87. <laughs> but you, that's what I think this team needs to just do. Get to the postseason, and the world is their oyster. They control their destiny. Yeah. And, and, and uh, we're not worried about, like, oh, man – we did everything like we wasted our farm system. It's like we have a farm system now to play around with. We're not going to be left in shambles after we make the playoffs, which is yeah. something we've always worried about forever because of pull pull holes, ridiculous contract. And that, let's just even talk about this. Upton is we're going to be off of his, uh, he's going to be off the salary books as well too. So that opens up another twenty eight thirty eight uh, twenty eight thirty million. million. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is awesome, and we can use that for pitching. Uh, just a quick touch up on that, like. We're going to have holes in our rotation, obviously, because, you know, Syndergaard's going to be a free agent. Lorenzen was a one-year deal, too. One-year deal. They did uh, – Perry did a great job with the the uh, couple-year deals we had in the bullpen. Um, so I'm not too worried about the bullpen next season. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we're going to – what are we going to do next offseason with the, with our rotation? Now, uh, luckily, we do have pitchers coming up, and we the fact is, is like, hey, we can unload on one guy – to fill one of the holes and then the rest is just filled with, uh, you know, either Detmers or C-Rod or any other guys that are coming uh, out of these uh, last couple years, you know? So, and that's what a successful team is. You fill those holes with your players and you sign maybe one or two guys to round out your team. Well, what if Diaz and Silseth are getting, are, are not only making spot starts, but showcased? You know, they, you go. You know they yeah. may, maybe they would be showcased because I mean, they look yeah. good. Yeah, they look yeah, very they look good. good. Yeah. And and some of these teams are probably salivating like, hmm, this guy could fit our rotation in the next few years. He's under control forever. You know, they already <laughs> called him up and, you know, we've got all kinds of control. The first guy from the 2020 draft, right? Or yeah, he's only 21. He barely right. can drink, dude. One the, yeah. So one of, the, one of the first ones. Let's just say let's just say these uh these guys come out of nowhere, dude. And, and, and the, the team makes a move and and they they want to give up something because they're going to get a guy for a long-term control. So are we going to be okay with uh with uh Velasquez being our shortstop playoff push? We're good with that. Dude, if we're winning and the rest of the lineup is hitting, you really don't need his bat. 
Right. That's like, fair. We just if, need though. we just yeah. need if. the light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. defense for sure. Yeah, because keep in mind when Otani's pitching, our pitcher's hitting. Yeah. So you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that would be like a like uh, it's it's sad to say, but Velasquez could be our pitcher in the lineup. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For an American League team. Okay, that's fair. And and he's having that elite defense. So I'm okay with him sticking around. Uh, for now, um, I mean, unless we just see the hitting, just but shit, I like some of the, the options that V two yeah, was yeah, coming yeah, up with yeah, too. Exactly. I mean, those are... and, and and again, and we have, and this is the Angels never trade at the trade deadline or their sellers. Like they were sellers when we got rid of Listella, and people weren't happy about that. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know, I still yeah, don't yeah. like Goodwin. That. Yeah, Goodwin. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, you know, no, no, we don't really talk about Goodwin, <laughs> but he's like that fourth outfielder. He was well, good. Yeah, he was and, good. and they yeah. were both character guys. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah, he went yeah. to bang over there in White Sox. Yeah, um, and Lestella's still good in San Francisco. Yeah, you know what I mean. He went to Oakland and San Francisco. Yeah, those guys were such, good. Such a shame he got injured during his All Star year. Oh, that yeah. was so so devastating. Yeah, he was having such a great season. Um, well, yeah, that, that's where we're at right now. I think this team has got um, you know, a chance to have multiple All Stars. Uh, you know, it's it can only get better. And it seems like they've played average baseball at times as far as hitting. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. But the team is right now what. Uh, Eight, nine games over five hundred now. Nine games over five hundred. Yes, that's not bad considering the last few Aprils we've been like, okay, when are we going to get to five hundred? We were thirty six times last year five hundred, so we either <laughs> fell back to it or yes, we caught I up to remember it. Remember that? It's like we're here, we're down, we're here, we're down, we're here. It's like, oh my god! It's and like, we kept, yeah, kept saying all year, could we just get on a roll? And now, we got a positive run differential this time, too. Yes, right. Yes. And it, 51. What, what, wasn't this since, I think, the nine game over 500, I think the last time that happened was, like, what, 2018? Mm, I, think, I think it was that long Yeah, ago. but it was, like, when they were, like, 13 and 3. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was early. Yeah, yeah it was very yeah. early, yeah. And, oh, my we, God. We haven't been this good this late since 2014. <laughs> this late as we're in May, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. Um, so, I mean, hey, we're seeing some positives for the team. Obviously, we're seeing some negatives as well, which can be a trust. They're, they're not big issues, or they, they shouldn't be big issues. And there's, you know? there's a reason why, like, you when, when we first started the show – when you talked about the fans, why there's op- – uh, was it not the optimism you would think and a lot of pessimism? Yeah, pessimism yeah. Because there's about a whole generation that's seen 500 or less baseball. Yeah. Oh, you know? And yeah. so that's what needs to change is the mentality of the fans yep. because they got to believe. We haven't hit that yet. Yeah, yeah. We had that hashtag last year. We believe now. I think it's Go Halos. I think on Twitter <laughs> something, or something like yeah. that. But the the point is, is that the players drive off the energy of the crowd, and if mm-hmm. we're showing up all season, the players are going to love that. They, I've seen some people like I think Archie said he loved the fans in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. I feel like we haven't even had an incredible turnout. Like, and again, we always rag on Dodger fans, especially with how hostile they are, <laughs> yeah. but. They do represent their team. No matter, they could be playing the Pirates on a freaking weekday, and they're still in the Diamondbacks, and they're still showing up. And (sighs) and it's like, or the Padres. The Padres have a really good fan base as well, too. It's like we just have such a casual fan base, and I just want to see us represent our our Halos in Anaheim. We're not LA. But nope, yeah, nope to Artie. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we're representing a lot on Twitter now. Yes, we're yes. A, a lot like we're, we're really vocal on Twitter now. Yep. I actually hear other top podcasts in in the nation that yep. are actually talking about like, oh, Angels Twitters, they're devoted. Yeah, they're they're savages. You yes, know, like yes, we are. We're we're because we needed this. You know, we're tired of always getting kicked. Like you guys are wasting Trout. Now you're wasting Otani. And now that we're actually doing good. 
like don't sleep on our angels. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all we have to say. Yeah, and we have let me ask you guys this. If they're addressing the needs that they got, and let's just say this is year one of a postseason run. Yeah. And let's just say we lock up Trout and and we or, or, or Trout's already locked up. His, I'm his sorry. mindset. Well, yeah, we lock in with the team. Yeah, yeah no yeah. Tani. So let's yeah. say all things are pointing good and trending up. Yeah. What's the window for this team? Honestly, I think our window right now is two years. Two years. I yeah. might I might give it three. Okay. You know, we still have Walsh. We have Ward for a while too. Okay, and that's the thing. Even I mean, with all the young pitching, with the uh, we we're not going to know how. That, like Sandoval, I'm dead set. He's going to be that there. guy. He's for, there. He's there. Yeah. And not only is he there, I think he's going to be there for a while. Okay. But Detmers is still technically a question mark. He has the the True. signs, but um. I mean, that no-no could have been just an anomaly in his career. Like, who knows how he's really going to be. C-Rod, we've seen some signs. I'm more sold on C-Rod than I am on Canning. And, again, it's always about health for this team as well, too. Because when if Syndergaard and Lorenzen go, yeah. this, and, and those other guys step up that yeah. are in the minors yeah. and get to the, ro- the rotation, we could have an all-homegrown rotation. Yes, but but here's the thing that the Angels have lacked for so long. And I'm, not, I'm taking Otani out of the equation. We haven't had an ace sense and again some fans will say weaver but when you stack weaver against kershaw Degrom, verlander he didn't stand a chance not stand a chance and i hate to say that like i love weaver yeah, was awesome. weaver yeah weaver was awesome he was great for the angels but he was never a true ace in the league he was the angels ace but he wasn't a true ace when is that when are we going to develop a true ace otani we signed him yeah it wasn't it wasn't out of our system and sandoval could be that guy. But he was technically Otani was a system guy because yeah. his first time in the major. Okay, that's yeah. fair. But again, he he was playing professional. Japan, yeah. yeah, exactly. But when are we actually going to develop an ace in our system, or even just like, even having a full rotation of reliable guys? Because I just feel like with our rotation, we just have so many question marks. When are we find? And if we make a deep playoff run, everyone has to you know pitch in. I don't want to see the very bottom of the barrel. Going in in August, I don't, the Renhifos of the team yeah, essentially. Yeah. You, you don't know, want to see him pitching, anywhere close yeah, to exactly. roster. Yeah, exactly. So, in our roster, in our starting rotation, just anywhere. I don't want to see guys like that filling our spots because uh, they're either injured or they're just not producing. The only reason I said two years was because we have the one year or one year guys with you know Thor, mm-hmm. and we got two years with Otani. That's the only reason I'm saying two years, you know, because we are still not going to know what we're going to have aside from the guys that are going to come up and hope, you know, and hope that they're actually good. Uh, that's that's our year, our, our window, really realistic right now, yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, every year, you know, we can get another guy coming in or whatever. But right now, our two year window, every year should be our full go. And the only reason why it should be full go, you know, gas all the way to the to the floor because we have Trout. Every year he gets older. Every year he could be the next Ken Griffey Jr., you know? Yeah. We don't need Man. that. Yeah. We need to get him a, a fucking ring. Yeah. It's, it's just plain and simple. So we need to make sure that every single year we go for it, no yeah. matter what. We're not no going to wait. shortcuts either. We're not going to wait for Sal Bachman to develop a pitch and, and you know, wait and for him to come up. you don't want to rush him either, yeah. Right. We need to make sure that these guys are, are nicely, you know, ready and ready to go. And we go and pick up that veteran that's already proven. Like, 
you know, whatever pitcher we have out there that we can get that's already proven instead of putting our hopes on a new prospect that we don't even know if he can even cut it at the major, major league level because we have Trout. Now, because we have Otani this year and next year, I think these two years should be full go. Or, or if we don't do it these two years, Otani's gone and Trout might be like, yo, I'm out too. And that's what I'm saying earlier is that if we develop our players, we only have one or two holes to fill. And you, you that's when you go after those big ticket veteran guys mm-hmm. to make sure you have that leadership presence in the rotation that also could teach the young guys and to make them feel more confident and everything. Like if you're going to have, like, let's just say hypothetically, we got Kershaw at this offseason instead of him resigning uh, along with uh, Syndergaard instead of Lorenzen, although Lorenzen has been doing a great job. Hopefully it stays like that for the full season. The fact that you're going to have a rotation of the top three of Sandoval, Kershaw and Syndergaard, is insane and it's like who wouldn't want to especially Detmers with how uh, they have a similar curveball it's like why wouldn't Detmers want to learn everything from Kershaw you know mm-hmm. like it's just the Angels for the next couple of seasons I'm gonna give it three because I do believe in Perry mm-hmm. I really do believe in Perry but my point is that we have 20 round draft 19 signs so out of those 19 people not only uh, how long it's going to take them to get to the majors, but how many of them are actually going to be valuable in the majors. If we're lucky, two or three. Realistically, and sometimes it doesn't even work out. Like Mm -hmm. we talked about earlier, how many positional players have came up for the Angels through our organization since Trout, Fletcher, Ward, I will start including on the list now, and Walsh. And that's about it. It's like... Players just, it is so hard. I mean, it is like what there's millions and millions of people a year that are like in colleges and uh, not millions, but uh, thousands and thousands of players that are in colleges just trying to get to the minors. And like uh, Jose Rojas is, uh, <laughs> and I actually met him um, a couple of weeks ago. Great guy. And I'm so happy for him because, when, you know, he's a great utility player for sure. But you know how many players are like that where they'll get to the majors and they go call, call down and get to the majors again. Or some of them don't even make the majors, you know. Yeah. So it's just a very realistic thing that uh, although we did draft all pitchers, which is what we need uh, for the next couple of seasons, how many of them are going to work out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like, and it seems like some of our top draft picks like Jeremiah Jackson. Yeah. Uh, you're not hearing about him making the roster yeah, anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember when they signed Jemiah Jones, Jemiah Jones, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, well, they sent him to Baltimore. Yes, yeah. yes, they yeah. did. Yeah, was that for the Bundy? Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, for yeah, Al yeah. Bundy. Yeah. Al Bundy. Yeah, and, and then uh, also, you know, you had Thice was a high draft pick. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's still scuffling. Yeah. Um, you have um, let's see, there's a few. Uh, Tory Hunter's son, which was supposed Junior, to be, yeah. yeah, he's still in an organization. Yeah, nothing but he's, really, but he's yeah. not really going to make yeah. a run. He's not even on the Trash Pandas. So uh, they have nice uniforms, by the way. <laughs> they do. Yeah, One I of the like best it, yeah. in the league. Hey, yeah. so what do you guys think? Let's switch gears really quick. Yeah. Um, you think we could look at the month of June? Yeah. Because I think we should really talk about that before we we get going. I know we uh, we ran a little longer. Um, <laughs> it's the first so, show, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, we're we're flowing nicely. Though, Let's go, you know, baby. So, yes. So June, yes. I personally think we got some really top dogs that we're going to be playing in June. I think it's the hardest month for us for June sure. and July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that, that those two months are going to tell us exactly who the Angels really are, mm-hmm. and it's going to really dictate what we're going to do uh, come the the uh, the trade deadline. What do you guys realistically see coming? You know, you know what what are we really going to do? 
are we going to be the team that's going to be 500, you know, for, for the month of June and, and July? Or are we actually going to, you know, beat the Yankees? Because for some reason, we always beat the Yankees, you know, come come uh, the regular season. We got we got Philly, you know, we got we got really good teams. We got and the Mets, the Braves. Yep. Yeah, so we got Boston. Dodgers for Dodgers. two different series as well, too. And, and we it, finally played the yeah. Seattle Mariners, yes. Yes. you know, finally. And, yeah. and, and speaking of which, the, the, I think the first series with Seattle is a four-gamer instead of a, or a five-gamer because we have one of the double-header games we make up. So That's yeah. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so we're going to have an extra game with them. Yeah. And uh, Seattle always plays us tough. Uh, the Toronto series already is one I'm scared about. The, yes. the, the, the oh four my game God. series. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. They're going to be throwing Gossman at us game oh, one. Goss- yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, no, Ryu, no, Ryu, then Gossman, and then uh, Gichi, or whatever his name is. Kikuchi. Uh, Kikuchi. Yeah. I'm not really worried about uh, Ryu. He's not really doing that good, but I'm worried about Gossman. Yeah. And uh, Kikuchi's kind of picked it up as, mm-hmm. of, yet, uh, as of late. Yeah, and I think their hitting lineup is just the scariest thing about the The second-generational yeah. guys. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. they're, they're great. Yeah. Yeah. The team full of juniors over here. Yeah, yeah. Second, yeah, it's insane. Uh, especially Vladdy. I mean, you want to talk? I mean, I uh, growing up, my one of my favorite players, not just on the Angels, but just in general, was Vladdy Senior. Mm. And uh, you're seeing his son. I mean, his son might have a better career. And Vladdy was. Uh, uh, it sucks to say this, but the only Hall of Famer for the Angels, even though Nolan Ryan is listed primarily as an Angel in the Hall of Famer, <laughs> but didn't go in as an Angel, makes no sense. Yeah, by it makes the way, no sense. yeah, but. Um, he might have a better career than this pops. He could. It's insane. He could. It's insane. But yeah, I mean, just to see some of the other players like Gurriel, I know he's been battling some injuries this year, and uh, Bichette, and um, you know they made the trade for Chapman um, this year as well too. They're just loaded with players this season. I think. I think for the Angels to maybe for a good successful June for me would be four to five games over five hundred. It, for the okay. month, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're about four to five games over with that gauntlet yeah. of teams they got to go through, I'd be happy with Especially that. Especially the Yankee. Oh my god, that Yankee series is a three-game series, but they have been the hottest team in baseball. Yeah. Best record. I don't know if you guys have you seen the Yankees uh, at Angel Stadium or just in person. Yes, I've seen okay. them yeah. plenty of times. Seeing, uh, and I was lucky enough to be given uh, um, Diamond Club seats against mm-hmm. the Yankees. Seeing Judge and Stanton in person, you think you look at Trout. Trout's a big guy. They're huge guys. Otani's huge as well mm-hmm. too. But seeing Stanton and Judge when you're that close, they are monsters, and they've been so on point. Especially Judge. I mean, Judge is kind of making a little bit of an MVP case for himself, as he should. I mean, if he's and he bet on himself too. Yeah, exactly. He when he's healthy, he's one of those players. Like, hey, when he's healthy, he's one of the best players in the league, and there's no question about it. No one's arguing that. You know. What do you think about that series? Are we going to win that series? Uh, the Yankee series. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, what's that pitcher that's pitching like a uh, Cortez? Oh, yeah, yeah, Cortez. Yeah, yeah. They're not even talking about Cole right now. Yeah. Cortez, he's just doing so good. He's going to start the all-star game. Yeah. Watch. I, yeah. I, you know, if we face him, that's a loss. I think maybe the way we're hitting, unless yeah. things change between now and then, yeah. uh, you know, that's going to be a tough game to win. Uh, we have a chance of, you know, I would say one out of three, but hopefully two out of three. I think we're going to get Severino. Uh, we're going to get Nasty Nez. And uh, what's the other dude? Tyon? Yeah, oh, James Tyon. Tyon. Yeah. yeah. I think we're going to, we're not going to get um, Garrett Cole. Okay, okay. But I, I might be wrong. I can't, well, Garrett I Cole always, like, screws us. He, he, he yeah. knows how to pitch against us. That whole division is, like, a little bit ass backwards because I was thinking, man, four teams might be really contenders in that team or at least over 500. That's what I thought, too, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and the fact that Boston's sucking, I thought Toronto would be at number one, the Yankees flip-flopping with Tampa at two. 
but uh, that's that's going to be a tough series, man. It's going to be a tough series, but I honestly think that we're actually going to be do- doing good for June because not only do we have uh, Boston, who I think we can beat, uh, we're going to play Seattle at home. At home too, yeah. yeah. At home, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna be here, and we got Seattle. I think we should be good enough to to play them, but we also got Kansas City. I think that's a three-game series. I think we should be able to sweep that. Is that we, here? But or that's there? the question mark, though. With us, uh, this, the wait, the Royal series is at home. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's okay. at home. And uh, here's the issue: um, we lost to Baltimore. We played down to our <laughs> yeah, opponents. exactly. Yeah, yeah, we, exactly. It when seems like we played down yes, to their exactly. level, right? But, okay, so here's something we haven't even talked about in June. We also played the. Oh, you mentioned it. We played the Mets. The Mets mm-hmm. is also. <laughs> Mets are going to match generally. World Series, World Series potential matchup should have been the '86 yeah. World Series. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Mets are a really good Fucking team Boston. right now too. You know, <laughs> so the, the 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 schedule in June is not going to be light at all. Um, but that's when you you want to be five games over at least yeah, four, yeah, exactly at least oh, four. four or five. We got to make sure the series against Seattle, the series against the Royals. Uh, oh, we we played Seattle seven times. Yeah, seven yeah, times. We gotta we gotta win at least five of those. You know, like again, with teams like that, dude. Six of their guys are batting below two hundred. Yeah, six. Yeah. Make something happen, Angels. Don't don't <laughs> be five games under the Astros by the end of June. That's yeah. what I don't want to see. And here, here's the thing. not only, Of course, we're going to say we need to win every series. We should not get swept any more times throughout the season if we're going to really make a statement. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Angels are always going to Angels. So. Yeah, I think they're going to have another hiccup or two, but you, you got you to gotta get consistent. Stop the losing streaks. Don't prolong them. Like, the four-game one was hard to swallow, but at least it wasn't a six or seven like we've seen the last few years. Yeah. And actually, I'm pulling up the um, um, Astral schedule. They they got oh my gosh! I, it seems like they have a nice schedule. They got, <laughs> of course, right? It, yeah. it always works that way. <laughs> yeah. They got Kansas City. They got Seattle. They got Miami. They got Texas. Oh, wow. yeah. And then they finally had the White Sox. You know, the third week of of June. And they're barely getting their bearings right now. Right. And then they have two games with with the Mets, and then the Yankees, and the Mets again, and the Yankees. So at the end of the month, they'll actually get some. Uh, 500 teams are over, right? Yeah, you know, top good dogs. competition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we have to be <laughs> there every single day, like yeah. winning a game because you know that they're probably going to go on a eight-game winning streak. At probably, one point. and that's the way playoffs teams will will go to playoffs winning streaks. Mm-hmm. And and I think um, the Astros will get a winning streak come June. That schedule for them is soft. Yeah, it is. And for us, we got a gauntlet. We really have to play against top dogs. And yeah. and we, and if actually if we do good against these guys, I'm going to be really confident that Perry's going to say, yeah, come July, I'm going to get you guys some reinforcements because you guys deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you guys are going to be going hard, you know. And I think if they do finish that month strong right about at the end of the month going into July – with a 500 or better record, obviously, you know, or four to six games over 500 against those teams, you're going to see a change in the fan base. You know, you're going to see an excitement you haven't seen in the last few years. I know, I know. There's a group that's trying to get the uh, the thunder sticks back. They right got now. it approved. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome stuff like that. The cowboy hats. I know mm-hmm. more people are wearing the. Oh man, I don't know his name. I did. He joined one of our Twitter spaces, but the guy who caught Trout's uh, home run. Oh yeah. 
and then he had the cowboy hat on and like it dude that was just such a cool moment to see an angel fan like have that type of experience you mm-hmm. know like that was awesome i'm also i i i don't do it really anymore because i don't have the time but i love going to bp and trying to catch fly balls um quick little story before we wrap it up uh i if i didn't move rose because i was in the section i was out trout farm if i didn't move rose i would have caught pools 599th and i'm so <laughs> mad at myself for doing that but yeah i i love the fact like i i i wish i mean you said you got a foul ball today right that's yeah, awesome i haven't I gotten a foul ball i would love to catch a home run on the fly i personally don't like the layout i feel like it's very anti ball hawker at angel stadium i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to be like zach campbell over here but like uh, like especially with bp well also the fact that trout and you never get to see the angels you see like the closing moments of angels bp and it's just like not the main guys or whatever but like um oh and then you know the discussion about the angels and the whole stadium thing we'll probably talk about that in another episode but yeah like i just wish the layout was just a little bit more friend uh, fan friendly especially in the outfield well it used to be that with it when when it was uh open air with the uh, or closed in i'm sorry yeah um you know you had all the seats where it's just green now yeah. you know like yeah, yeah. you know you had that all sit uh that's where primarily all the home runs went yeah, yeah, yeah. so so and they still go there now and they yeah. hardly get into the trout farm yeah. You have the bullpen there now. It takes yeah. away seats. Uh, the only real great place to be is the right field pavilion. Yeah, but, because uh, of Otani and Walsh and, and, yeah. and them. But, but you're not I mean, catching a trout no. ball for the most part. Yeah, I was going left center for the Unless most part. Unless they wrap one down the yeah, line. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. Which, again, that fan got lucky. Shout out to that guy, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, it, this season is very exciting for Angel fans. We have such to look forward to. We're not – depressed as we always are yeah, you know I mean, I mean this, yeah. is, this is the thing like our network started last year in the, the depression yeah we started this crap when everything was hitting the shitter so like you know this going into it this year like you said we're gonna have a lot to talk about you guys are gonna be bringing another flavor to the show or to the to the network which yep. you know another perspective which is great and there is a lot of people listening to Angel's podcast during the week. There's a lot of startup guys that are getting their start or, or wanting to, you know, talk Angel's baseball. A lot of fans because there is a lot of international flavor. You know, we got a lot of people listening in Japan, you know, the English-speaking people. We've seen the numbers. So, th- you know, you're going to get a variety of fans, excited fan base coming as, as we keep pushing, getting Ws. It's going to make things better for everybody. It's better for business if the team's winning, right? Yep. So – we're very uh, happy to have you guys part of the show and part of the network and having you doing your own thing and giving your own takes and then getting your major league perspectives on the hot button issues. Because we talked so much Angels baseball, we didn't even get in to like the major stories that were the, of the week. But There's I'm pretty... just so much baseball to talk about. Yeah. And I could literally be here. It's, it's almost 11 o'clock at night, and I could literally <laughs> spend another three or four hours just talking all things baseball. Yeah. I wanted to bring up the Donaldson thing. I wanted to bring up all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, hey, that's why we got many shows to come, you yeah. know, and we're going to be literally not only talking about Angels baseball, but also all things baseball. Baseball in, in yeah. general. Yeah. You know, we're, we're baseball fans to begin with, yep. so it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, if you haven't gone over to Bases Loading yet, give them a like and, and uh, follow them over there. Um, they're going to be doing things. You guys are on Twitter already, right? Yep. Yeah, on Twitter. And then uh, they're obviously part of us, and then they have their own page as well. So definitely they bring different content as well. Yep. So, uh, yeah, if you liked it, continue. Um, this is going to be just my introduction show for anything uh, 
them is going to be all on them from now on, from next week onward. So okay. scary. The scary. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Take the training wheels oh, off. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm always ready to talk <laughs> baseball. Uh, VT, where can we find your personal pages? I don't want to give my personal page, but I'm just gonna <laughs> okay. give. <laughs> I'm just gonna give the bases loading underscore. No wait, it's bases bases. <laughs> I don't even remember my my IG. Our IG, bases underscore loading. Oh, right? Is yes, that what it is? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Loading like yeah. it's loading, not it's loaded. Loading, yeah. <laughs> okay. We're loading more content for the we're, next couple not weeks. The, not, the old, yeah, yeah. Uh, not the old Nintendo video. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, talking about content, uh, I'm gonna be. I don't know if you guys are, but I'll be at um, the home run derby. And I'll be at the All Star Game too at uh, Doyer Stadium. <laughs> Must <Yeah>. be nice. A <laughs> uh, hey, uh, someone's paying for it. I think oh. it's the, it's, I think it's Hitting Network that's paying for that. Damn, <laughs> that came out well, of the budget. In that case, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah. And I need yeah. a party bus too, Todd. Just oh, so you know. Man. Damn yeah. it, <laughs> I, I, I'm okay with just the tickets. I'm not, I'm not trying to get too much over here. So, so yeah. we'll be there. Yeah. We're gonna have some content. Yeah. We might be trolling some uh, some Dodger fans. We'll <laughs> might see. be. You better be. <laughs> that's on the budget. Yeah. Yeah. It's on the budget. Yeah. So we got that. And also, um, me and a buddy of mine, we're going to go to Philly. We're going to go see Trout play in Philadelphia. Oh, nice, mm. nice. Um, so I'm actually pretty stoked out. Stoked about, stoked out. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked about that one because I've never been to Philly. And, you know, my thing is, like, I want to hit every single uh, Major League Baseball stadium in, in the United States. And I've never been to Philly. And for me to go to that stadium, you know, with all the, you know, players that ever played there before, it's just, like, it's really cool. So, yeah. I can't wait to wear my trout jersey and it's going to be literally trout night every single night Friday, yep. Saturday, Sunday and we'll be there too and hopefully we'll be there for playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um for me, if you're not finding me on bases loading or uh doing some content for uh the heating network, you're going to find me on the Twitter spaces all the time when we're talking about uh post game report i mean also i want you guys to tune in because you want to talk about the king of post game reports is our very own todd fox over here he absolutely destroys it but uh we have an amazing twitter community so you can just find me on there talking about every single game that we do do the spaces on and it's just uh let's just have an amazing season and just keep on representing angel baseball Absolutely, and then uh, yeah, the, these guys are gonna be doing some stuff for our Twitter too, every now and then. So that's good, and they're growing their brand, and we're working together. That's how we do it here, and they're gonna be their own entity and then doing their own stuff. And uh, I'm telling you, you're gonna like their stuff and their perspective. So uh, there's a little bit of uh, type of Angels baseball talk for everybody on this network, and that's how we like it. So, any final words, guys? Because obviously, the only thing I'm gonna say is like this was a longer show because we had to establish everything. But you guys are gonna be on like a, a tighter ship or doing whatever you guys gotta do because they're gonna they're gonna have their rants where they're like thirty minutes long, <laughs> and, and you know or it could be an hour and a half. You We're know? not gonna be strapped down to thirty minutes yeah. like mm-hmm. how we used to be before. We're gonna go five hours if we want to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Marathon. I, we are I, I, doing what as long as we can keep the audience, and we'll see where we're at. Yeah, we'll keep giving the audience what they want. Yep. Yeah, I, it just please give us some feedback about what you want us to talk about, any specific topics, uh, how long you want us to go. Because again, I could literally talk baseball <laughs> all day. Well, that's the beauty. There's no yes, limit on this exactly, page. Exactly, right? <laughs> no so, yes, we have that. No one is holding our hands <laughs> hostage. <laughs> so, exactly. yeah. So, just give us some feedback about what it, you want from us, what type of content you want over here at Bases Loading. 
and uh, we'll make sure to definitely tweak the podcast if we need to. But... And and also we we I can't give it away right now, but we also got a really cool sponsor that really wants to hook our listeners up with a bunch of like legit hats and jerseys and 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 you know gear uh, for for your Angels game and that place is you know here in Anaheim. Yes. And I I need to make sure we're okay with talking about that place, which more than likely is going to be next week. So. <laughs> As soon as we give that information out, we're going to give a couple of hats away or depending on what we get. Yep. But everything that we give out, it's going to be stuff that you can't get anywhere. I, I'm super excited. I've been uh, – I guess I say I've been affiliated with this place for a while in a sense. And I, I love shopping there as well. You're wearing too, his gear so. right now. I'm yes, wearing his yes, gear too yes, right yes, now. Yes, we are. So <laughs> We got to get taught some gear too. Yes. Yeah. So we'll, we'll definitely we'll, – when we are able to talk about it more, we'll, we'll definitely uh, – let you guys know about the giveaway and the specific sponsor. Just know about. you can't get this at MLB, Fanatics, yep. or whatever yes. other lids. These hats and these gears, they're like legit. Yes, yes, it is. So. And that's the, that's the beauty with this page. I mean, they've got their own giveaways, and we got our own giveaways. I mean, there is no other podcast, no other uh, network, especially for the Angels, that's doing any of this kind of stuff. Like you just can listen and win stuff. You know, giveaways or contests. This is where the network you want to be at. These are the guys you want to be listening to along with our shows as well. So enjoy, people. We got content. <laughs> enjoy it. All right. So let's just uh, hope for some good Angels baseball within the next week, and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll update you guys on how it went next week. Got we will meet back here next week for sure. Yes. Yep. All right, guys. All right. So for Todd off. Fox and you guys, and Bar- us. Barilla. BT. There you go. <laughs> Have a good evening. Right, we'll, we'll, work, we'll work on the outro. Guys. Yes, we, we <laughs> yeah, we'll work on it later. This is definitely bases loading for this, <laughs> for, for sure, man. I... Loading and music send yeah. off now. Bye. Play it. <laughs> later.